nigga got the brightness on Smash, bro. Nigga, I feel like I got. I feel like I'm doing a ring light makeup tutorial in this bitch. Light skin ass nigga, bro. I am not light skin. Don't listen. Just because my shit is a little blown out right now, do not listen. I'm not light skin. I promise you. Then what the hell are you, bro? What nigga? They call me. They call me Warther's original. You heard? This nigga said I'm caramel. This nigga is waffle colored, bro. That's a nigga cornbread colored nigga. (laughs) (laughs) You're old being now. (laughs) That should be much better. See his crispy ass hairline. That's okay, nigga. We see it. (laughs) They got the mean hairline. You see, nigga? You see the crispy hair. That's probably what took his ass so long. This nigga probably went to the barber shop, bro. That's nothing wrong with that. Like, not what happened my camera don't work, bro. He's my like, camera. Ain't nothing wrong with this nigga computer. He had the barber shop getting lined up by a nigga named Pedro. First of all, hey, <laughs> hey, my nigga, he go to a Dominican barbershop. It's Pedrito, nigga. It's Pedrito. First of all, my barber's name is Oscar. Oh man. <laughs> no, it's not, nigga. No, it's not, nigga. Oscar, yeah, I, think, uncle, nigga. I know who Oscar not, is, nigga. No, nah, genuinely, truth be told, my barber's actually my half brother. There's a debate on Twitter right now about Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy going into the Hall of Fame. And he was like, okay, but like Matt got to go in too. And they were like, uh, Matt can go in as the Hardy boys with you, but uh, we're not putting Matt in alone. And there's a debate online if Matt Hardy had a Hall of Fame WWE career. And personally, I don't think he did. I no. Don't, I don't know. He can't no. go in without Jeff, bro. Like, the best. He peaked at V1, bro. Version 1 Matt Hardy in, like, 2003. When Come on, the like, delete, delete shit. No, no, no. That's, that's when he came back. No, that's when he came back from the... Uh... From yeah, the just, his injury, I didn't like the WWE version of that. Like when he did it outside of the company, it was cool. Yeah, fire, I, nigga. He had he had impact on fire, nigga. Yeah, ROH too. He was on an ROH too. I, yeah. That was great. But when he brought it to WWE, it just literally didn't work with that. Crowd. Yeah, they why they diluted it. Yeah. yeah, they and it wasn't called uh it wasn't called broken. It was called woken, which was weird. Like woken yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, he was woke Matt Hardy. Yeah. Like the fuck <laughs> out of here. Legitimately, that's not a joke. But yo, WWE he, he ruined every won. fucking thing. They're yeah. trash, yeah. bro. Yeah, bro. So I don't think. Do y'all think Matt Hardy deserves to go in? By not at all. Project? Not at all. I I'll, mean, let, yeah. I'll let you. Be. Hardy Hardy Boys, yes. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Hardy, yeah, Hardy Boys, Hardy, Hardy Boys, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Going Hardy Boys. Play. Nobody's debating that. We're just saying Matt as a singles competitor. Probably not. I mean, but on the flip side of it, what? I mean, y'all y'all know y'all are the bigger wrestling fans than I am. What are the peaks that Jeff's hit? He, has he got like a world title? Yeah, like three of them bitches. Multiple. Okay, you know how, yeah, Matt, you know how many Matt has? You know how many Matt has? None. Not one, not fucking one. They put Jeff over so hard, bro. Jeff Jeff was main eventing, bro. Jeff was main eventing against Undertaker on Raw, bro. And he was putting him over. Yeah, he was putting him over. Like, come on, dog. He didn't put him him over, but he made him good. No, 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 I'm saying put him over as in in front of the crowd. Like, so he, he beat his ass. He went back. He picked him up, shook his hand, raised his arm. He put him over. Like, so it's like, come on, bro. Like, that, the niggas knew what they was doing. They was basically putting Jeff Hardy in that John Cena pipeline, bro. That's what they were going to do. Too much, but the last real big thing I remember that me and my friends were talking about, it was this guy 
y'all are gonna have to help me with this because I'm really bad with this. But there was this guy that hyped him up, and I could even tell they were hyping him up. Like they were like doing their thing, and I think he won a belt. Did already sign for like, Drew McIntyre? No, nah, I don't he think it was Drew. I, w- I don't remember. I would remember Drew McIntyre. But Drew uh, won a mid tier or right mid card. All right, well, let me finish. Let me finish. But the guy he won a belt, and he came to Raw the next night, and he got jobbed out. Huh? No, nah, I wasn't Finn. I, I like Finn. They jobbed it. They jobbed him out to fucking Jeff Hardy, bro. I think he lost his belt. Oh, Carrion Cross. Carrion. Yes, Cross that was his team. name. He was dressed as some weird yeah. shit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he didn't lose the belt. He was still the champion in NXT. But when he came to them, so Triple H was running NXT at the time. So that was Triple H's boy. But Vince runs the main roster. So when people come up from NXT, Vince don't give a fuck. Like, if Vince sees you and he doesn't like you, you're a jobber to him, bro. And that dude was a jobber to Vince, bro. And, and I'm going to keep it a buck. I agree with Vince. I, I never saw – when that dude was on the indies, I never saw anything special in him. The rumor was that Triple H, like, worked out with him. Like, he met him at a gym or some shit. They started working out together. Triple H fell in love with this dude. Triple H was like, bro, I'm going to offer you a million-dollar deal or some shit like that. And I was thinking, him? Like, y'all about to, y'all about to throw money at this dude, bro? And they did. Like, the, his signing was huge, and he won the NXT title within, like, a month of being in the company, which was crazy. And when he won the fucking belt, they brought him up, and Vince was like, no. That's a slight sucker, man. Hardy, yeah, and, and, and then, not to mention, like, after Jeff Hardy jobbed him out, he they put this man in a mask, bro. He was wearing, like, a gimp outfit every week. And The only reason I remember that is because my boy was, like, snapping about it. He was, like, the cross fan his name's carrying cross or some shit right yeah yeah he was like the mega fan it was like yo he's finally getting over he's finally gonna get what he deserves and he got <laughs> on the very next night and when i say my boy was heartbroken bro like <laughs> he was fed up my nigga was calling vince all the names bro all of them every single one of them and then bro, him and boy, a couple more million people tell your boy to just watch mma if he likes carrying cross that's all he does he <laughs> makes mma shit look hokey and professional i don't i don't like carrying cross at all maybe that's why but he that's likes him he's a gym yeah. rat yeah Makes sense. i mean so is carrying cross he tra- he actually like trains he's never had a fight but he, like he actually trains so you know sure but i don't i don't think carrying cross was ever anything special bro he can't talk he had a mouthpiece on his girl, Scarlett Bordeaux, who, like, I guess was hot. I guess his gimmick was, like, I guess he had, I don't know. I think he was a Satanist, like uh, like Alistair Black. No, I'm dead ass. I think that was his gimmick for a little while, but I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't get it either. Like, there was a, there was a poll on, that, not a poll, but, like, a question on Twitter, like, can anybody tell me what his gimmick is? And nobody could tell you what it was, bro. It was just like, I don't know. He's, like, a guy that, like. I don't know. He likes metal and he does MMA. I don't know. Like nobody knows his fucking. Yeah, I was out of. I was not watching wrestling during this time period, so I'm not too familiar with Karrion Cross myself. But um, I do know that there's a fucking large history of basically every NXT champion, with the exception of maybe like two. It's um, the opposite. It's the opposite. Every NXT champion came up and did well. Like uh, uh, every NXT champion. Big E, Seth Rollins, um, well, oh, not Bobby Roode though. Bobby Roode is the one. Bobby, I would say Bobby Roode is the one that did not do well. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm talking about in terms of longevity because all of them got a push when they first moved up. But if you look at people like um, like Finn Balor, if you look at people like Samoa Joe, like those those guys were fucking dominant. 
beasts in, in, in NXT. Uh, Finn Balor was getting his fat push, and he got the unfortunate injury against Seth Rollins in the Universal debut, Universal Championship debut. Um, and when he came back, he he fell to the mid card. He never he never recovered really. Samoa Joe, um, he moved in. People thought he was going to have a fat angle. Um, he did. He had a little something going on. Nothing ever prospered from that. Joe and was so older though, they they wouldn't put the belt. Like I don't know why everybody expected Joe to come in and have like a a TNA style run or like another NXT like Joe shouldn't have been where he was in NXT at the time because he was he's older he that's why he's so injury prone right now that's why he basically became a commentator at the end of his WWE career because he was getting injured in every match or injuring people he fucking ended uh Tyson Kidd's career bro oh, like, he did but the know. muscle buster yeah he like <clears throat> he was banned now because he ended his career with that shit now Tyson Kidd works backstage so I I don't think Samoa Joe was ever going to be a, a world champion or anything. And I don't think that his run on the main roster was that bad either. He wasn't like jobbing it. The only people he lost to was like, Nick, bro, he had a main event match with Brock Lesnar at a pay-per-view for the championship. So, you know, I don't think it was that bad. I think he got as far as he really should have. Um, I, I think it's unfortunate that he got injured a bunch. That really sucked. But Maybe it's my, my, my young bias TNA goggles. You got that bias. You got that bias. Bro, him and TNA, he was such a god, bro. He was Speaking jump. Of, he ruined his own career, bro. Do you remember? Do you remember Bound for Glory when he was up in the stands with Sting and he knocked Sting down the stairs and the motherfucker ran and jumped down the flight? Yugi, think about think about when you're in an arena, like the long flight of stairs to like get down to the floor seats. Yeah. I imagine Sting is I remember on this. the floor. And Joe so jumped bad. from the entranceway all the way down those stairs and landed on the stairs to do a drop kick, bro. That's what he did. Fucked up his back terribly. His whole career did, was shortened. How did he injure the other dude? You said with a muscle buster? What the fuck is that? Yeah. So yeah, muscle, muscle buster is just... Go ahead. Uh, dude's on the top rope. Dude's on the top rope. He's sitting on a turnbuckle. Samoa Joe goes up to him. He puts his arms underneath his knees, and he grabs the dude's neck. So basically the dude leans forward on Joe. His uh-huh. neck is laying on Joe's shoulder, and Joe lifts him that way. So he has him upside down, holding him by the knee. Like, a, like so essentially, imagine imagine the dude grabs him. Like, imagine he's on the top rope, and he grabs the dude in a suplex position, like a vertical suplex position. Arm no. over his neck, arm over his neck. He doesn't do arm. But, so, no, essentially, no, he does. But it, it's like a, but he uses no, that. He, that's not what a, that's not a muscle buster. He, no, 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 he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't hook. He doesn't hook the, the neck. That's what I was going to say. Instead of hooking the neck, he essentially has it in the crook. And then he takes the two his, his his two free arms and he hooks them behind his opponent's knees. So that so that his neck is in the crook and hooked over. So he's essentially folded like a pretzel. Right? I got an image for you right now. And he grabs him, picks him up like that, like a package. And then he drops him. Ouch. You see, it, you see that the image? That's the one yeah. he did. That's the move. Shit is insane. It looks like it hurts. God damn. Yeah, that shit, bro. He used to do that shit in, in TNA, and nobody would kick out. That and the Kokina Clutch. Nobody would kick out. Now, taking the move is not that bad, actually. It's not like a yeah, it's it's not not. bad thing, because before before you hit the ground, he'll let your knees go, so you're not, like, packaged yeah. up. You'll end um, like a suplex. I think, I think, yeah, you take a back bump on that. I think what happened with that one is... He either held on too long or he didn't uh, – TJ didn't land flat on his back. 
and as a result, he fucked basically his his spine up toward like that ball on the back of your neck at the top. Lower neck, yeah, that lower neck, yeah. Bent like it bent in. Um, I think he hit his head on the mat or some shit like that. But that, yeah, it was basically bad. that move is like it's not it's not super dangerous. It really isn't. But like the fact that that could happen and it did happen is why WWE said no. Same thing with like the curb stomp. That shit. Or the pod driver. But. Well, no, the power driver can be really like if you if you don't know what you're doing, the power driver can be dangerous. But I mean, you can say the same with all all, all the ones. Like if you if you don't know to let go too too late, or if you don't fucking if you don't know to take your foot off or take the pressure off to stomp in time, like no, that's not. How, but that's not how the curb stomp works. From like a wrestle, like being in the ring, that's not how it works. With the way it works, <clears> is okay, take your bump. So Seth isn't like when you see Seth stomping, he's literally not putting any pressure down. Sometimes you'll see like a guy grab his foot and then throw their head. You'll you'll catch that sometimes. But like Seth isn't bumping, you're taking your own bump. So mm. when the foot is on the back of your neck, that's the cue to like sometimes you raise it and then throw their head down. That's the cue for Seth to like raise it with them and throw it like kind of you know, so he's just putting his to get the illusion. Okay, yeah. he's just really he good at selling it. Okay, throwing your head. I thought he was damn, he's amazing at selling it because I thought he was putting pressure. Yeah, hella dude. Like, I, uh, who who so Kofi Kingston, bro? That man spiked himself on the mat selling that shit, bro. So, like, certain moves are not dangerous, but the idea of it is dangerous to like people in WWE that have never taken a bump in their life. Mm. You know, like there might be like doctors that are like, eh, Vince, I don't know, man. Maybe they maybe they shouldn't be doing. That. I don't know about that punt move. Yeah, yeah. Like certain shit gets banned as a result. Now, pile driver, you can so- actually. You can ruin your career on that. So when shit gets banned, do they like announce it or do they just like slide it out the way? It's backstage. It's backstage. Okay. It's they'll harsh. have like a meeting. They just get people to stop doing it. Like somebody will just come up with a new finisher out of nowhere. Literally. Yes. Sometimes they'll have like a paper up in the back that's like banned words, banned moves. Um, yeah, they have like advi- like an advisory before you walk out in the gorilla position, which is like where like everybody's watching with producers and shit. Uh, Vince is back there. They have a piece of paper up that tells you, like, you can't say these words. Like, you can't call the championship a belt. Vince McMahon refuses to allow that. If you call it a belt, you get fined. What you the can't fuck call is the gorilla position, bro? Can we back up? Gorilla Monsoon was like the first like producer in WWF, so he would sit backstage. Uh, there's like a curtain right behind the right behind the curtain. He would sit back there and be like, okay, now this guy go do this, and then. Cut this camera angle. Oh, okay. So, like, so they named it after him. But when Gorilla Monsoon died, yeah, they named it after him. So that's where Vince McMahon is. Uh, but yeah, there's like if you if you say belt, you're fined. If you call uh, WWE wrestling, you get fined, bro. Like there's what do you call it? Vince, sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. Yeah, Vince will literally <clears throat> find your ass money if you do that shit, bro. And yeah. You got moves that you get fined for, like the power driver. Um, bro, he even he even uh he even fuck you up if as the champion like you you treat the belt a certain way, like yeah. he'll be on your ass. Like say if you're the champion, you put the, the or you put the belt on the ground without showing it off first or some shit, he'll be on your ass. Like the only but person Stone that had Cold, the exception, Stone Cold existed, bro. But that nigga literally Stone Cold was a, Stone Cold wasn't the, the yeah Stone Cold like he had the 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 trashy like blue collar uh persona. But he always had the belt. He always raised it with his arm. He always showed it off. Like, if you come in and you just fucking throw the belt on the ground and just start showing, like, like he's going to be like, what? What are you doing? 
Are you what crazy? About sex, what about that sexy little pale thought who had like somebody nutted on the belt? God damn, what nigga, what the fuck? Talking about a sex tape, Yugi. <laughs> Why are you bringing up Paige, bro? That's what Wait. her name is, Paige. It, it happened, bro. What do you mean? I don't know. But that, look, when that, you, you niggas, niggas is not nothing on the belt in the middle of the Listen, it wasn't the actual belt. When you win a championship, you get your belt sent to you. Uh huh. So that was her belt that got nothing, not the belt that got nothing. Okay. There's a belt like on TV, and then there's a belt that you actually have at home. So oh my god, this nigga is dying. Stupid, bro. <laughs> I mean, that nigga. Nigga, I'm trying to make sure that I'm not the one bugging. I'm pretty sure, yeah, somebody bugging. Nah, it's just like the fact that, like, I just picked, like, the way you said it, it's just like somebody just comes out. <laughs> in, the middle of the, in the middle of the ring, like, what's this <laughs> happening? It's leading edge all over. That shit oh. happened, though, bro. Y'all talking about That's hilarious, nigga. Yeah, take bro. care of the belts. And I, and we know who oh, we my know. God. We, know we do. We it. Hey, did, is he still wrestling? No. The comer's not wrestling anymore? <laughs> the comer? <laughs> the comer! <laughs> hey, Rick said, get out of here. <laughs> No, he, it was Brad Maddox, bro. Brad Maddox was fake. Oh, the sticker is a fucking idiot, bro. No. Oh, okay, then it don't matter. If he was like a monster and Vince still no. got rid of him, that would have been hilarious. Nah. Nigga, he, nigga Xavier Woods fucking cucked her. Yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah he liked to watch... Uh, he liked to watch wrestlers fuck Paige in front of him, and he would record it. So I, I seen those Xavier pictures. And those yeah, videos. apparently everybody ran through her. So I mean, yeah, yeah, it was like a laundry list of fucking pictures of nigga running through her. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Nigga said it looked like yeah. a bucket list. I'm bad. Yeah, Matt Hardy. He's there's no down. way, in my opinion, my personal opinion, that Matt Hardy can be a Hall of Famer. When the highlight of your career is your shorty getting taken and her cheeks beat in the middle of the ring, I don't <laughs> think a nigga too too early, too soon. <laughs> I'm just saying, like personally, I don't see a nigga like that being a being a Hall of Famer. That's just me. Well, but I mean, didn't, didn't technically <laughs> the same thing happen to Macho Man, bro? Hulk Hogan was theoretically beating her cheeks, nigga. It wasn't like yeah. on TV. Nigga, what the <laughs> fuck is the theory? He was beating her cakes. What's the theory? Nah, about? <laughs> nah, you know, he actors, no, no, no. He don't know. He don't know. Lita and Edge had a live sex celebration. They had sex in the middle of the ring on Raw. I know about that. I remember that. I was around. Yeah, Hulk Hogan didn't fuck Miss Elizabeth on TV, bro. Didn't they have like a whole court case about that shit though? In real life, no. Nah, that oh. shit was all kayfabe, bro. Macho Man beat her, not her cheeks, but he beat her. That's Yikes. the court case. But what? Leave my nigga Randy out of this, bro. I mean, he is out of it. Never mind. Let me just. <laughs> no, Eric. No, hold on, bro. No, hold on. I'm not. Nigga, he's out of here. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. That's. That was funny. Shaq started rough, bro. Bro, oh, look, he a domestic abuser. I don't give a shit. Anyway, yeah, true, 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 true. man, speaking of beatings, nigga, how you get how shame a man get fired by his own dad, bro? Hey, nigga, put bro. him on a timeout. Nigga, put a dunce cap on him. 
Bro, that's crazy. He got fired by his father. Vince McMahon fired him. Mm-hmm. I mean, but did you guys hear about the plans that he had for uh, for Royal Rumble? <sighs> Nigga had he had his own plans. That was the problem. Nigga, like, <laughs> he showed up he, like, all right, so, dad, boom. So I'm gonna me, just jump me, off the rope, me, dad. Put, uh, I'm gonna hit the coast to coast. I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate Brock, dad, and I'm a main event WrestleMania. <laughs> bet. <laughs> Let me put Yugi on to this. So basically, they they try to so Shane what Shane wanted to originally do is he wanted to pull. Sean Michaels. So he wanted to come in first and, and be to the end. That was, and when nigga, when Vince heard that, he was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do with that. So what they did was to try to compensate, he tried to put himself as 29th and win. So what happened was, is that his music played at 28 and then Randy Orton was like, well, I'm not going to fucking walk out to your music, bitch. You better go. So he ended up going out as 28. And then Randy came in at 29th. But yeah, no, that man's, it, it's so crazy <laughs> how you can go back and you look at like the brand. When did the brand split happen? Uh, the, the most recent one, 2017, 2016? The most recent one? It must have uh, been most... no more than six years. No, the most recent one was like a couple years ago. It's like, like they, two, they 2016, do it and right? undo it and do it and undo it. Around that, all right. So my whole point is basically around that time when Shane McMahon, took over SmackDown, his whole his whole shit was, oh, yeah, we're oh, going to do yeah. things for, for bringing up the new talent and new... Bro, he buried everybody, bro. He buried everybody. No, that was he after has... the fact. No, no, no. That was a different time. Because when it started out, it was him and Daniel Bryan, remember? That was different. That's when he was a babyface. After, like, a couple years of him doing, like, Hell in a Cells and wrestling Kevin o- or AJ Styles at WrestleMania, you know? Like, That's when yeah, he was like, like oh... Oh, you know what? I, I got the sauce, bro. He was like, "Nah, I'm about to beat everybody." Then he won, he won some Saudi Arabian like tournament and became like the best in the world. Like that's, bro. Yeah, the fact that he was, you know, late forties, pushing fifty, and these these new up and coming talents, he was having main event matches with them, having to sell matches with them. You have no fucking like. I understand, Shane. You're trying to relive the world. You have no fucking business having a Hell in a Cell match with Kevin Owens at the peak of his career. You don't at all. Like, it's fucking insane how self-centered that man is. But he's over, apparently. Yeah, well, in his mind, he he's fucking, he's over. But in Vince's mind, he he's, it's over. <laughs> Didn't y'all say this man eliminated people that weren't <laughs> even supposed to be eliminated? Yes. Yeah, he just started throwing niggas over the ropes, bro. What? <laughs> like, if you, if you go back and watch it, Randy Orton is literally on the floor laughing. Like Randy was laughing because he's like, this motherfucker didn't <laughs> lost his mind, bro. So when he got backstage, like he was supposed to uh, come out on on Raw the next night, and he was gonna have a match at WrestleMania. When he got backstage after the Rumble shit, Vince was like, "Go home." Like Vince sent him home. Like you and your fifth, you're almost fifty, bro. And your dad was like, "Get the fuck out of my face, bro. Don't come back." Bro, you grew up backstage, and your dad was like, "You're not allowed here." That's so wild, bro. That's so crazy. I, I kind of feel bad for him, but I don't at the same time. Wouldn't be me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't let that shit happen to me, though. Not at all. Bro. No, he's, he's just... I, I, I think it's fine that they let him go, honestly, because the, he wasn't doing anything in terms of creative direction, as far as I know. So then that means that he was only signed on as either one uh, on-face talent, uh, um, on-screen talent, or uh, fucking in-ring talent. And he doesn't really do good on the 
uh, on screen because he likes to be the center of attention in the ring. And that's not his time. His time his time was 25 years ago. Yeah. yeah he, he definitely overstayed his welcome. Um, <laughs> but speaking of WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte's happening. Yugi, I know that's that going to be a nice off guard, bro. A little bit, a little bit. Unexpected. I was kind of expecting Becky in there, but you know me. I think I everybody get... was. I think everybody was too. I wonder what happened with that. Yeah. I don't know who Becky's going to wrestle. It's probably going to be Bianca. Like I think that's what the the, the theory is right now. It's like, oh, it must be Bianca, or she's that's not going to be in the match at all. I don't, I don't know, bro. But yeah, it's weird that Becky's wrestling Lita at Elimination Chamber and Charlotte's facing Ronda at WrestleMania, like. I think they should run back the triple threat, honestly. <laughs> I think they should do that shit again. R- Ronda <laughs> Rousey had some fucking bangers, bro. And I, I can't, like, I couldn't co-sign you saying, like, mm, she was sneaking up the place. Nah, nigga. You know what's funny is that after I made those comments, I went back and I seen some of her matches. And uh, I, can, I, can, I can say I'm wrong on that. I can retract my statement on that. Because, honestly, like, looking, like, just one of her first couple matches, I, I seen her take a spot from I think it was Charlotte. She took a spot and it looked so good. Like I was like genuinely like for a second I had to like remind myself that that was Ronda Rousey that took that spot that way. Cause it was like it was like a genuine fucking wrestling bump. It was really, really good. And um I wouldn't say like one thing I don't like about her thing, I would say is like her offense. Like sometimes when she does like that little striking shit. I can't get really behind that because it's kind of like Shane's almost like when like you're trying to shoot it too hard, but it's it's it doesn't look good when you're trying you to keep it up, you know. Yeah, but, but that's a thing in than... wrestling, though. That's a thing in wrestling, though. I don't mean to cut you off, but like when it comes to like shooters, they don't know how to pull punches, bro. Ken Shamrock, he had a hard time pulling punches. Uh, when he was in training, he knocked a few people out by accident, and they were like, "No, bro." So his strike looks like shit too. Like that's just. It's funny it. you mentioned him because I actually seen a video a couple days ago about like people who shot who ended up accidentally shooting on people and got paid back in the ring like receipts and um there was one instance where ken shamrock he was uh shooting on vader and uh wrong dude vader basically and vader vader told him like yo like let up but that he kind of didn't know how to so at one point vader's in the corner and he's letting off punches he backs up and vader clubs him with his forearm across the head mad hard boom mink clubs his shit od nigga falls look up he looked like he got he was seeing tweety birds nigga. yeah so when he was like all right and after that they said the rest of the match went really smooth so i'm guessing sometimes they're not gonna need receipts into his ass yeah yeah now, that's a real thing when you wrestling a veteran bro i had i literally i got potato by a veteran before Once on that same on that veteran, same card Sorry, sorry. On that same video, Shane was talking about um, uh, Chris Jericho was talking about Shane shooting on him with punches, and he had to kick Shane in the face. Yep. Well, Jericho did that to Shane, and he did it to John Cena. I heard him one time in the ring. He was like, "Let up." He said that to John Cena, and John was just going to town on his body. So Jericho just fucking straight, like, gave him a straight and decked his ass, bro. And John was like, "Lip." <laughs> and the rest of the match, John was like, he was like, "All right." Say less. <laughs> that's that's what it takes sometimes. It's like, bro, like you're not finna just keep shooting on me and you hitting me in the ring. And... No, yeah. I'm not finna do that. Yeah, if you work stiff, if you're in there with a veteran, a veteran not gonna go for that stiff shit, bro. They're actually gonna like 
killed. Like uh, the most famous one, I guess, is Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. When Braun need Brock too hard, he just stood up and just that shit was crazy. punched him in the body and then the temple. Yeah. Wasn't Ultimate Warrior Matt Stiff? I don't know. Didn't, he, just not good didn't he hurt mad people? He was just I not good. I don't know about that. Either, yeah, I, I heard, if, if I heard, somebody told me that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I heard. I know what you he's talking about. I've I've seen videos where they talk about that. You know, his persona was very over for the crowd, but in terms of him being a worker, he was very clumsy. And yeah, they say good. he was fucking awful and was hurting people all the time, and nobody wanted to get in the ring with him. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. Sounds like it makes sense. <laughs> Facts. Legit. Sounds like Ryback. That's pretty fucking funny, bro. You see Outside that poor nigga did today. The who? Oh, you posted it. The poll he did today. Oh, yeah. Ryback. That wasn't today. That was like oh, a couple months no. ago. He was like, yeah. where should I go? And everybody, he was like, just pick AEW, TNA, or if I should go to uh, WWE. Or should I retire? I don't know why he would even put retire on there. Everybody was like, bro, just retire. It was like and lit his ass up. <laughs> yeah, and then he posted another one talking another about another one. Like all the trolls. <laughs> And uh, uh, no negativity. Please don't choose retire if you don't feel, g- genuinely feel like it. Nigga, retire got like 64%. Got his ass up out of there again, bro. Packed him again, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> In the same breath. <laughs> Nigga's just like, bro, just don't. I hate the fact that, like, it was kind of teased that he might be coming to AEW. And that shit was crazy, bro. If, if, I, if he appeared, I'm glad Keith Lee. And Jay White showed up instead of fucking Ryback. Like, I don't think it was ever really a possibility, but the fact mm-hmm. that people were like making that a joke hurts because that shit was scary, bro. If Ryback yeah. showed up, at AEW, just the possibility, bro. just thinking yeah. about it, bro. The implication <laughs> is enough for me, dog. Like, that right? shit got me fucked up. No way, man. Hell no, nah, bro. Um, outside of the Ronda and Charlotte match at WrestleMania booked, it's uh, it's Brock and Roman and. That look, Brock is in the elimination chamber. Okay, he's in the chamber. Yeah. He's in the chamber with Bobby Lashley, who has the championship and just beat him. There is a rumor that Brock is going to win the chamber, and Brock and Roman are going to have a champion versus champion match. Yeah, to unify the belts, make it. If that game. happens, you know for sure that he's going to put Roman over. Like, yes, for sure. But the but and I, it's and I like, love that. I love that. I'm I'm okay with Roman going over now. That's not the problem. It's the it's the way if it does pan out in that fashion that the, yeah, I don't like. Because then that means that you take away <laughs> a picture from Biggie. That means you take the championship picture away from Bobby Lashley. That means you take the championship picture away from a lot of different athletes where you're just basically going to use the same cash cow to push this other fucking guy that you've been trying to push for the last decade. And it's like you continue to go down this route. And it's like, yes, now Roman is working. But it's like when people reach the point and they realize it's like, okay, this is going to be more of the same shit, a lot of people are going to be upset. That's not to say that a lot of people aren't going to be happy about it. But there will be a lot of people who are like, "Ah, we could have we could have had a had a juicier angle. That's for sure. Yeah, I. uh, Roman, the idea is that they want Roman to go down as the greatest of all time. So they want him to break like every record, which I'm cool with. Like his, his gimmick is 
one of the best things in wrestling right now. The whole, the whole person, like everything he does, is just top tier. And WWE has that, and that's a big fucking deal. So them making him like they're them trying to build him up with the booking to make him look like the greatest to ever do this shit. It's crazy. He already beat John Cena. He's probably about to beat Goldberg. Uh, at he already beat Undertaker at the at the at bro. WrestleMania. He beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like that's crazy. Like yeah. he he's beaten he's beaten everybody he's beaten Brock before he's beaten Triple H he's like anybody you can name Randy Orton don't matter, uh so they want him to look as strong as possible so having him win two belts at WrestleMania is their idea of doing that I I kind of fuck with that shit uh, I yeah but then we look at somebody like Sammy Guevara who walks around with two belts and it's like what the fuck are you doing. That's fake belts, bro. He got an interim title and the real belt, bro. Like what? Imagine, imagine, imagine Francis walking around with Cyril Gunn with Cyril Gunn's belt and his real belt. He's like, I'm a champ, champ. Like, no, bro, you're not the champ, champ. What are you doing, bro? That shit's corny, man. That's the worst thing about AEW. Sammy Guevara and those fucking cards, man. Oh my god, I hate them shit. Every time they happen, every time Sammy Guevara comes out and he has a new stack of cards. That's exactly when I decide to leave my TV. <laughs> I leave it and I come back in maybe about three minutes when he's fucking done. Because it's so boring. It's so bad. And you know that he feels awkward. You can see he feels awkward. Yeah. You know the crowd feels awkward. Them niggas is not going to f- sit there cheering for 90 seconds while you fucking flashcard them like they're in fourth grade. Like, come on, bro. Learn how to fucking speak. He spoke yeah. during the little breakdown with his... Cl- I forgot the name of the little stable. What's the name of the stable? Inner Circle. When the inner, when he had the little inner circle breakdown with the former LAX members and Chris Jericho and shit, he spoke. It wasn't half bad, but apparently the nigga can't speak more than forty-five seconds without choking on his tongue. He's so, not a good promo. Bro. Need, yeah, it's too, like oh Jesus Christ! I fucking hate those cards. I hate them with a passion. Bro, it's it's genuinely horrible. He just stands there. He just flips it, and then he has like the dead look in his eyes. He's just like next. And he's like, yeah, baby. Yeah. You can read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan Fuck said me. I can't say this out loud. So bad. So, yeah, bro. But but so look. So Yugi, you call you call Hook AEW's Goldberg, right? <clears throat> okay. I want to challenge that, bro. I want to challenge that. I want to call Jade Cargill AEW's Goldberg. I like that, bro. I like I like that a lot. I like that better than mine because I mean, for obvious fucking reasons. I think they need to do something with it, though. I understand the whole building her up thing, but how long is she just going to smash cans, bro? And this is coming from an outsider point, or you know what I mean, like a casual point of view. If I can even tell that she's can smashing, then what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of credibility in her last opponent, AQA, which is a Booker T prospect making her AEW debut. She looked pretty good. The thing is, is that she needs to start feuding with somebody who's on the roster and is established. Eric, AQA looked like a created character, my nigga. My man said, Bro, my man listen, said listen, somebody listen, in listen. their debut. She was a prospect in their debut. She had, a, she had a beautiful fucking. She had a beautiful shooting star. She was, okay? was she bad? Was she a baddie? She was. She was kind of cute. All right, that's that's what Eric was looking at. Bro, she was. She was dressed like she cleaned window panes in the little. Jesus that, like, I ain't gonna lie. She definitely building, looked. Bro. She definitely looked like a um like a step up extra. So was her name but AQA or was it like Aqua? No, it's it AQA. AQA. It's terrible. I was the name is bad. It was Aqua, but it's AQA, bro. Yeah, we also thought it was Aqua, but I don't apparently know it's AQA. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Honestly, I don't care. Um, but, uh, <laughs> she was cute. Um, but yeah, no, I do agree with the fact that they need to stop with the building angle of, of her constantly getting these jobber matchups because this does nothing for her reputation and making her look strong when she doesn't have anything to like formidable to go against. I'm gonna so, give y'all like, a scenario if... on why it works though. I'm gonna just give okay, you okay, yeah, real quick. The reason she has to crush canes right now is because, and we all know this, she can't wrestle, bro. And I, yes, we I do love Jade Cargill, bro. Like, I want to see her on my TV every fucking week. She's like, look, like, I never understood the idea of having the look in pro wrestling. I thought that was so stupid. Like, what can you do in the ring? She's the first person, literally, ever where I was like, man, this person cannot wrestle for shit, but damn, I want to see them every fucking week because, like, <laughs> she has, like, the look. You're like, damn, bro. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a human like that. Like, period. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's how people used to look at Hulk Hogan in the 80s, bro. She, like, that's who she is. Or, or Goldberg in the 90s. That's who she is today in AEW, and you don't see that for women. You've never, like, you've never, I mean, China, but outside of that, but, like, she, she's, like, the new China, bro. But cooler. They tried with Beth Phoenix, but it didn't really work out. It that didn't way. really work exactly. But Jade could beat up men, bro. Like, but eventually she's gonna stop crushing cans when she can actually work. The problem is all the girls that are like higher ranked in the company, they can fucking work. And when she was in the ring with Ruby Riot, you saw they were botching all over the place because Ruby knows what the fuck she's doing, and she had to carry that whole match because Jade is a what? 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 She say eight months in her career. That's crazy. Literally, like, the beginning of her AEW career is her entire wrestling Bro, career. she came out of wrestling school and was on TV. That's 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 not <clears> really <throat> a thing. So, yeah. bro, that's scary as shit, too. Like, I commend her. She she plays that role well, bro. Bro, like, nigga, I was scared yeah. in wrestling school. So, I can't imagine, like, leaving wrestling school and then being on TV and then you're just like, I'm that bitch. Like, that's crazy. That's Like, I, yeah. Jay Cargill is special. But I, I mean, it speaks AEW Goldberg. It speaks to her natural entertaining ability, especially when it comes to like she's a natural on the mic, a hundred percent. Yeah, she cannot wrestle. Uh, she's very strong. She can definitely uh, she can work decently when she has somebody else that can work, and not even that much. Like when you said Ruby Soho, uh, Ruby Riot, that match was basically carried by Ruby the entire time, but. I do think that there's going to be a point where there is, there's no in-between and she's going to have to make the jump into genuine competition because she's reaching a point where she's at, what, 26? That's literally not heard of on AEW. Like, the, the person with the most wins in the men's category is John Moxley, and he's 44-4. and four. So that means that he's already taken four pins. Like, and he's John fucking Moxley. So she needs to start she needs to wrestle somebody with some credibility. Some like, I think uh, maybe um, I know right now she's, she just started up a feud with Mercedes Martinez, but maybe like a Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. something like something along those lines would probably like be a really good worker. Um, if she can get uh, out of that angle with Mercedes, I, I'd like to see her work with Thunder Rosa. Mm. Okay. So I think, yeah. It's either John Moxley or MJF as like the the craziest record in AEW, but they really protect MJF. Like yeah. he's only lost to Chris Jericho, John Moxley. I think he lost. He's only lost to champions. Every yeah. except except Sean Dean, 
uh, when CM Punk screwed him over. That was like, that's the craziest thing ever, bro. He has like three or four losses in AEW. Uh, but yeah, like MJF, WWE wants him so bad. Yeah, bro. real quick, we we didn't plan on speaking about this, but I do want to know what did you think about the double finish on CM Punk? The double finish on him was uh, yeah, one of the best things I've seen on AEW ever. Like I knew that the feud was building to MJF beating CM Punk. I just knowing CM Punk and knowing how AEW looks at MJF, I knew that was going to be the case. I didn't know that he was going to be him twice in one fucking night, though. In Chicago. In Chicago, bro. In Chicago. Bro, imagine somebody pull CM up in, in Chirac and kill Chief Keith, bro. That's crazy, dog. You'd be like, what? How'd that happen? That's crazy. And he left the building mm-hmm. unharmed. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> They not New I York. Think it's New York only ride, not Chicago. My bad. <laughs> nah, you know what I think it is. I don't think it is. It's even a state thing. I think it has to do with the fact that real, genuine wrestling fans are appreciating the writing from AEW. Because at the end of the day, even though it gives MJF massive heat to have the win with the disqualification with the rewin, that's building up to something that's gonna fucking explode. Like. We don't know what it is yet, It's, but it's definitely going to involve um, MJF, CM Punk, probably um, Wardlow, I would imagine, and then probably whoever the fuck is debuting. I'm just throwing that into the air because I want to manifest it. But I do know that it's going to involve the first two that I mentioned, which is MJF and CM Punk. It's something crazy is going to happen in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm okay with that. Um, I think it, it builds up very well. Almost like back in the day when the WWE was on their shit and they would have somebody get over, which shouldn't, in the middle of a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then like it would build up to another shit that would like lead to like a WrestleMania or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's the same feeling I have here. Yeah, I feel like it's going to lead up. So the re- I think the reason MJF pinned CM Punk twice is because MJF is going to lose at the pay-per-view. And they realize that, like, Punk winning on a big stage is a little more important depending on, like, the direction they're going. So MJF beating him twice in one night signifies to me that he's going to lose at the pay-per-view because Punk is about to do something bigger. So Punk is either going to feud, in my opinion, with Jon Moxley, who's going to turn and join Brian Danielson, or... Punk is going to be cool with John Moxley and as a result feud with Brian Danielson. And that's like a main event fucking feud right there. Um yeah, 100%. This calls to ROH. Exactly. Um plus like their WWE shit was really good. I, people underrated that, but like their match that they had at I believe I don't know if it was No Way Out or the one before that at like I think it was like Fastlane or some shit, but bro that match was so crazy to me. I was like, first of all, let me just tell you what the, one of the spots were. The spot that made me lose my mind was they literally captured the Anderson Silva Chael Sonnen spot where Chael went for the back fist and he got kneed in the sternum up against the cage. Brian Danielson mm. went for the spinning back fist. He fell into the corner and Punk kneed him in the sternum. 
when he was down. I love I love spots that call to other things. I love yes. it. They're both big MMA fans. Well, that was before Punk even ever fought in the UFC, but like Punk has always been a big MMA fan. And they did yeah. that in the beginning of the match where I was like, I'm sold, bro. This match is incredible. So if they could like recapture some of that magic, man, that would be great. Cause they didn't really wrestle like that in ROH. I think they wrestled like one time and it was like a throwaway shit. It was like early in the card, like <clears throat> nobody had really seen it. So when they finally got to WWE and did that shit, it was like, this is some this is what we always wanted. These are our two guys. These two guys opened the fucking door for all the indie guys to come in and shit. So yeah. I hope I hope that's what it's leading to, man. That would be super fucking dope. Just getting into fighting games and shit like that. Uh basically so I was saying how I'm not the biggest fan of anime style fighters like Persona, Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, things like that. But you were saying that they changed, right? Work, yeah, I'm my thing you see, I'm a I'm, it's they fat finger proof. That's the problem. I'm they a fat fan fingerproof of games. almost all style of fighting games, down to like Samurai Showdown, fucking Tekken, Street yeah. Fighter, Guilty Gear, yeah, Virtual Fighter. You name it, I play it, bro. And it's like the the main one I've always stuck to was Guilty Gear because at first it was super fast paced. It was super ridiculous. You can go back and look at some of the like Guilty Gear one videos and niggas is landing like a hundred and fifty hit combos yeah. out the gate, like right off the cuff. You know what I mean? And slowly but surely they you know, I mean they saw what one of their issues was, which was they was like you know, canceling out half of their fucking fans because people can't fucking play it. It's hard to get into a game if you don't know the fucking the mechanics and stuff like that. So they made learning curve was heavy. Yeah, they had like they went from like let's say a stable list of twenty core mechanics down to like eight. You know what I mean? And then they slowed down the combo system where let's say if people was throwing max a hundred hit combos back in the day, it's like the max you can crank out is 20 without like a dropout, a dropout. And then even if you get beyond 20, it's just going to be some flashy shit where like one fireball hits you a bunch of times. You know what I mean? That's trash. Never anything completely overwhelming. There's some overwhelming characters, but they actually have like tears and shit. You have to master those overwhelming characters. They fucking fix that game up a lot. And that's come from somebody who was a fan of it back when it was like, fucking ridiculous <clears throat> yeah for me it was um <clears throat> it was always a style not necessarily of um so yeah it was too fast but also the art style not that i didn't like it but with the movement on top of it it blurred the characters for me does that make sense it makes sense a little bit but i was a big fan of the art style so i'm gonna be biased so i'm not gonna really stand against it i feel you now for me it's, it's always been 2d fighter style so 2D fighters just left to right, you can jump and crouch. Oh yeah, they switched that up quick. It's definitely 3D now. It's 3D cell shaded, if you know what that is. Well, no, it's it's a it's a it's a 2.5 style, yeah. But yeah, it's it's hard. I I prefer just anything that's that's very meticulous and and thought process heavy. Not to say that it isn't, because I know it is. Uh, most fighting games are. I about but, to say um, it's the most thought process heavy fighting game there is. They have. I would have to heavily disagree with that and 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 say Marvel or Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel's great and all, but they don't have like a core mechanic. They don't have something that's like one single core mechanic that can X Factor switch everything up. You know what I mean? They literally do. It's called X Factor, bro. X. Every game has an X Factor. 
No, but they were the first one to introduce it. The X but Factor. Every game, but every game has it. Okay. So then that's their core mechanic. That's what they need. And it's a tag game. If you add more, it'll it'll be too much because of the but, fact that they have like 80 characters already. But because of the fact that everybody does it and it's such an obvious thing, makes it like cliche. You know what I mean? The, the core mechanic and Guilty Gear is the Roman cancel, which completely switches the game in a whole, not just in one factor. You can throw out a Roman, the Roman just to explain it a little bit, a Roman cancel is pretty much you press all your buttons and everything stops for you. It gives you like a, like maybe a second and a half to just restart what you're doing. You know what I mean? So you can be in the middle of a combo and just restart. So Yeah, it, that's it, kind it, of what X Factor does too. Yeah, but it, it, it's different, bro. It, it, I wish I could explain it a little bit more. In I understand what you're saying because it, it's essentially like a um, it's an activation that causes a, a, a freeze delay. Which allows you to, to to essentially reset your your um your combo hits and it, it, it stops your gravity. I, I I trust me, I know fighting games very well. X so, factor, but doesn't X factor add in like an added health boost? Don't you get like a health recovery? The the typical you get power a health up. you get health recovery and increased damage. Yeah, the um, typical power up. You don't get increased damage. You don't get health recovery. You just get a second to be creative and restart your combo. Yeah, but the, but the so thing, the thing with um, where you, so depending on where you're doing your combo, you can make your own completely unique combo. You know what I mean? All right. The one thing though, and this is the last thing I say about X factor is that, um, the one thing that does make it unique is that depending on which character you use it on and how many characters you have left on your team, it'll have different levels of intensity. So say if you use it with a full team, you'll have level one X factor, level one X factor only lasts, about seven seconds, and it gives you way less um, recovery of health and way less damage output. Bro, I, I know about that. And then every and level, ran, so, so when you get to the bottom, Phoenix. that shit is strong. Yeah, Phoenix is the strongest character when you have no fucking teammates and you activate X-Factor, she's literally broken. Yeah, so okay. as you can see, like, it does add a different like, level. Yeah, I'd be cheesy. <laughs> exactly but the thing is is that in a game like that if you can catch your your cat the, your team like say for for example this is the best example he played phoenix so on a phoenix south team your entire objective was to not use any form of super meter you got five bars the only way she activates dark phoenix is if she dies with full meter so she has uh, five bars of meter and then she dies that's when she becomes broken but she still doesn't have any health so X-Factor increases her damage on top of her being broken, and then it gives her health regeneration, which essentially makes her a regular character in terms of health. That's why she's broken in that sense. But you can do something called switch-ins. So if you catch your your, your opponent in a combo, you can switch in Phoenix, um, even if he doesn't want to, and kill her with that same combo before it even ends. So it's like you have to play not, very I didn't even know you played this game in depth like I do. Why haven't we played, bro? Oh, I, I stopped playing back when I was like 17, 18. The oh, game started man. dying. But I'll pick it up and I'll download it and I'll give you smoke again. I don't it's mind. It's free. I think it's free right now, bro. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make something happen. Don't worry about that. But um, Y'all talking yeah. about fucking hard-ass fighting games, bro. Let me tell y'all about seafood, bro. Holy yes, shit. I want to hear so much hear about seafood, bro. Yes. Bro, I I did a live stream of seafood. Thank you to Slow Clap, by the way. I appreciate the code. Nice. Shout out to Slow Clap. Yeah, Slow Clap is dope. Devolver Digital, period. Like, y'all make good fucking games. Like, I fuck with y'all. 
But they sent me the game. I'm playing it on stream, and I was like, oh, man, this shit is easy. Now I just got to blah, 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 bink. And that's like, that's it. No, no. Yeah. There's a meter that fills up. Mm. You can only block so many times. You can only dodge so many times before your meter fills up. And then you'll hear like a glass shattering kind of thing if you get hit when your meter is full. And it takes off like half your fucking health. Right? Oh. So there's like a, it's like, it's, it's like it's- a Souls game. In the aspect of when you fucking die, you die, bro, right? So you get a – I don't think there's an age limit. Somebody told me there was. But I don't think so. But basically, every time you die, it goes up to a specific number, right? So you start at zero. Once you die one time, it goes up to one. Once you die twice, it goes up to two. And then after two, every time it goes up, it'll double – Oh, two, four, six, two, four, eight, yeah. 16, 32. Yeah, just like that. Exactly. Um, that's how many fucking years you got. Uh, it really sucks, bro. But that's like the worst part about the game. Literally everything else is incredible. Like it's the art style, the music, the pacing, everything. But it's hard as fuck, man. Yeah. It's so I- fucking hard. And then you got weapons, right? But like the weapons break after a certain point. Like the weapons mm. have like a threshold. You they have a duration, so yeah. Long. Yeah. Um, once a weapon breaks, like that's it, bro. Like can the you, weapons are they're good. Can you um can you heal a weapon's um HP? Um there are like perks that you can use, but mm. that sounds like they're a just like laying around. But like if you if you use your XP to like buff it, it'll like make weapons last longer. There's like certain buffs that you use, but mm. outside of that no and then almost like every boss has a weapon almost all of them the, the first boss cool. i fought that motherfucker had a knife and he was hiding in the bushes and i was like looking around he kept jumping out the bushes like slashing me the fuck up and jumping back in the bushes oh like so a straight up ninja like, that's hard bro yeah it was like some ninja shit so like every time he like went for a slash you gotta like duck dodge fucking lean back duck, like bro that's, that's hard crazy. Nah, yeah that's fire it's so it's so difficult but so fun at the same time. And then there's like certain perks that let you like fuck people up with environmental shit. Like say there's like an ottoman on the ground. I could kick the ottoman out of dude's legs and drop him and run up and just like mink while he's nice. on the ground. And like he's done. <laughs> shit like that. There's like bricks or glass bottles. You can just pick them up and throw them. Like if if they're all rushing you, you just throw a brick at like the dude in the middle and then you handle the two on the sides and then the dude like he might recover and then you beat his ass. Like you gotta you gotta be methodical. One thing I need to work on is like my high guard and my. There are multiple guards. There's regular block. There's like, there's the high guard where you fucking duck. There's the low guard where you jump. There's like a lean back. There's kind of like a side sway. You can like Question. shoulder roll sort of. Um, yeah. when a, when a say if you're locked on an opponent because I'm guessing they have some sort of like lock on feature when you're fighting somebody. No. It's automatic. It's just automatic. There's like you can't just like focus on one person. You just got to start punching their way, basically. Okay, so when somebody is attacking, um, like, do they have some sort of indicator above or around them that indicate? Okay, so it's very Soulsborne like. I like that a lot. That's really cool. So that means, in, in turn, what I mean by Soulsborne is that most characters will probably do a lot of damage to you, and they have a set amount of moves. But you have to understand what their moves are in order to get the dodge off, and there's no it's indicator that shows you. Yeah, that's really that's then, really like, fun. Sometimes, 
sometimes you're fighting somebody in front of you and there's two people on the side, but they won't even fuck with you. It'll be the person behind you with a glass bottle. I've been bust over the head with like a brick in a glass bottle so many times, bro. Just from behind. And you're just dead. <laughs> so he got he got rushed from behind on some fucking on a, did, on a WWE like spot. On bar shit, bro. <laughs> like I said, he got hit like when, like when Steve Austin <laughs> hit Booker T with the milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. Mink, bro. Sleep, bro. Bro, I was watching some videos of it, and I really like it, man. It looks dope. I like like the nod to like the old boy scene they did with the fight in the hallway, like the original old boy. I don't know if y'all mm. seen that. I've, I, yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah, both. Yeah. I've seen both versions. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fucking fan of like old school mixed martial arts. martial arts, but just martial arts movies and shit. I like love that. Kung Fu movies, man. Yeah, I love them. Man. That's what this is. This is an ode to Kung Fu movies. Like like how Red Dead was like a ode to like an amalgamation of fucking westerns, like spaghetti westerns. Yeah. It's that kind of thing with this shit, bro. It's beautiful. It's a great game. Like, hats off to them. The shit is only getting like eights and nines and tens in the scores. So, yeah, it's it's a great, it's hard as fuck, bro. I, I feel like I'm growing gray hairs playing this fucking game. I legitimately, I, I'm like, I feel like my age is going up every time I play the fucking game. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but just, it's just like, it's stressful. fun, man. It, it is. It's very stressful because as soon as you think you understand some shit, the game is like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't understand me. I wonder if you can you can basically like die till you reach the age where you have like cataracts and a bad hip. Like Bro, <laughs> you slow the older you get, the more you slow down. So like so like when you hit like 60, you get more power, which is weird, but you get less like you're way slower and I forgot what goes down. You probably have your block is weaker, basically. You probably have less health, yeah, in general. Yeah, I mean, you get less health. Yeah, that you makes more sense. Power, but less health. Yeah, the, the reason that they probably put the power up is that if they took the power down too, then the game would probably be impossible with all the extra old handicaps. Strength, yeah, you need that old man strength. What's crazy <laughs> is I always enter like there's this one level I'm stuck on. I think it's the second, the second level basically, because um, they have like there's like a massive city. And then there's areas in the city, so I'm. I'm, I'm oh, real quick, that was that was exactly what I was going to ask you. Is it an open world game, or is it some, no. or is it kind of all? Oh, so it's like sequenced. It's mission based, yeah. So, so I completed the first one, <clears> which was like in the middle of the city. It was super dope, but the second one is called the club. And basically, you walk down an alleyway and you get in the club. You got first of all, you got to beat up all three of the bouncers. Just let's go. Uh, came from outside of the club can't even get in yeah exactly <laughs> two of the bouncers outside are just like regular ass dudes they just like don't go in there you just and they're done like one hit it's crazy they're one hitters but the dude at the front door is not that and then you go inside and you want to ask questions and shit but then like the dude behind the counter is like fuck you and then you gotta hop the counter and beat his ass then two dudes at the door so you beating his ass and they're like nah dog. Like, you basically go into a club and knock Everybody in that bitch out, bro. That includes women. By the it's way, like the by the John way, Wick scene. That, yes, bro. The hand, the hands in this fucking game are gender neutral. You, <laughs> you smack men, you smack women. It don't matter if they come at you. You can knock them the fuck out. I'm surprised they didn't put kids in this goddamn game. I would knock a kid the fuck out. You <laughs> punch a baby in his left eye. Punch a baby in his fucking face. But no, it's. Just, it's a great game, and I hope they. Uh, uh, I want them to like make another one, even though I can't get the sec past the second level. I don't know why I would need another game. <laughs> it's because you know, by the time you get past the second one, you are gonna have a lot of fun with it. Yes, I can't imagine anybody 
not dying in this game. Like, you'd have to be like a fucking crackhead, bro. Like, that's yeah, possible. <laughs> I, I don't think it would be possible to not die in that game. You're gonna have like, to have like, stupid reflexes. I see how people do it because they know how to like cheese it. I don't know how you cheese this game. I just don't. It'll it'll come out eventually. Like, uh, it's probably not as obvious because it, it took a different formula from the Soulsborns uh, or different route, I should say, than the Soulsborns. But um, eventually, like, well, from what I'm hearing already, like, it, it has a lot of the aspects in which if you understand how dodges work or how to, like, uh, or, or like, um, resource management, which is very important in a Soulsborne game because you, you essentially have the same thing where you have a stamina bar and if you dodge too much, you you have to wait until the refills. It definitely if, sounds if, like a defensively dominant game. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. If if you're I can't able, call it that though, because you can only defend so much before your shit is full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get hit. I swear, one time, it don't matter what. Somebody can pluck you on the forehead. Your health is gonna like half. It's just gonna yeah. Hurt, and, and fucking bloodborne, bro. If you fucking uh, run into like a wolf early in the game before you have any form of like health upgrades. He's going to slap you to the ground, do 78% of your damage, and you're going to have, like, 38 frames to get up. Like, damn near a second is going to take you to get up. And he's going to be free roaming. He's not going to back up. He's not going to wait. He's going to swing as soon as he can. So you got to dodge. You got to be on your shit. So it's like I can see that aspect where, like, you really got to fear for your life in this game. And I love games like that because I feel that when a game has a lot of, like – story or campaign driven stuff it's really nice but when it doesn't have a strong difficulty curve to it i get bored very quickly it becomes very grindy and repetitive so when you have a game like sifu or blood uh bloodborne or any kind of soulsborne game and you have that form of like having to learn or understand the enemy's movements and attacks and things like that and understand how much health and resources you have it's always a fun time for me personally yeah, I've just I've it's come to terms with me not being. I'm not good at this game. That's all. I, that's what I'm. <laughs> doing. I'm just, you know, Listen, I, some people I, have the niches, man. Bro, I just I couldn't. I don't know how to figure out their movements or anything because they switch it up. It's mm. not like a set a set movement. They'll do different shit. So like, for I saw a video. It was like most people's attacks are high. Most of them are high, like ninety percent. But if they go low and you're expecting high, you're fucked. Like, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. And that's not a lie, bro. You get knocked out when you're like, ah, I got you. And then they fucking low kick you and you hit your head on the floor. Bro, come on, man. It's crazy, bro. Yesterday I died because a girl, I was fighting uh, this dude and this girl. And the girl just like one inch punched me and I backed into, like, it threw me into the wall and I hit my head on the wall and died, bro. Oh, man. I played it by a chick, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm having that same kind of struggle on that game I was telling y'all about battle talent training. I'm not doing the name, but that shit's oh that battle dungeon talent simulator VR bullshit. Yeah, dog, we're not doing the name, but these goblins, bro. Once you get into like the higher levels, bruh, they be swarming you. I've been in my house just damn near knocking everything over, just trying to kill these dudes, bro. It's crazy but it's a good kind of grind you know what i mean i keep losing but yeah wait you know, wait it. hold up didn't jacoby drop a video i don't know if shaq seen it because shaq is, is is not down I've with us all right but <laughs> jacoby dropped playing? a video tell you he said this is the goblins he was having trouble with and he just had a video of him just smashing one of the goblins heads into the wall yeah. he's, probably <laughs> on the, he's probably on the very first level <laughs> 
trying to show off and shit. Get him out of here, dog. Damn, that's crazy. I'm, I'm tired, boss. <laughs> <laughs> My son, Yugi bro, is trash. That's crazy. Bro, we talking about fighting games, bro. The WWE 2K22 game. It looks so fucking good. Oh. Oh my, my God! God yes, bro. it looks so. It looks funny. amazing. I'm so excited for this game, man. It looks amazing. I'm so excited for this game, bro. I'm I, so yeah. People are shitting on some, some new info that just came out, though. Um, the GM mode they, it has three durations. There's 15 weeks, 25 weeks, and 50 weeks. Yeah, people are shitting on that because the old GM was like unlimited. Like you could just play it forever with your friends, right? Mm. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because at that time you were sitting down next to your friend. They had another controller. And of course y'all wanted to just run that shit forever. It was like an endless competition. Yeah. But now they're making it to where they there's like an end goal. It's like, yeah. yo, if we do 15 weeks and you win eight of them motherfucking weeks. Then I gotta I gotta step my shit up, you know, or not eight, but like seven of them weeks. I gotta step my shit up. Yeah, so I understand. I, I I fuck with that. I, I think it's a good idea. Um, people are like, no, it should be unlimited and blah blah, and everybody's so mad. But like nobody has their friends sitting on the couch next to them anymore, bro. You're yeah. online now. Like this is yeah. There should be an end goal. You you don't want to mm. play this game every fucking day, all fucking day doing that shit. I mean, maybe maybe you do, but like I said. You're going to do that shit online. People got shit to do during the day. Like, I like the idea of a 50, 50 week thing. It's just two weeks gone out of the year. So, like, at that point, you get to do every fucking pay per view and everything. Like, just yeah. play that kind of GM mode. Like, if you, if you want the maximum shit. And if anything, just restart it. Just like do another one. I think GM mode in that game, bro. What, what exactly is it? Okay. GM mode from its very inception was a mode where. There's two brands. There's like Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you pick a brand, and then you have a draft. And the whole roster in the game, y'all just go until there's like nobody left. You just pick, 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 pick. And one, it's like a coin flip. Whoever goes first picks the first pick and blah, 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 back and forth. Um, week after week, you have to try to put on the better show. So you use your roster. <clears throat> By the way, you have money. You have like a you have a budget, and you have to pay certain superstars a certain amount of money. Um some are more expensive. Like, if you wanted Batista and Undertaker on your roster, bro, that might be half your fucking budget. Like, it's it's very expensive. Um, so, yeah. week after week, you have to go head-to-head to, head to put on a better show. You have to make your shows profitable. You have to not spend too much money on your show. Like, if I want to put a cage match on in my main event, that's going to cost more money. Not only is that going to cost more money, but my superstars in a match that's, like, grueling on their body... That shit they is gotta stay out for them. a little while and shit like that. Yes, yeah. they got like a, they got like a morale bar. <clears throat> they have a stamina bar. They have like an injury bar. Like you can't put them in a hardcore match every week. So Otherwise, how do you know who puts on the better show? So there's a rating system. Um, at the end of your show, base there's a popularity meter for every superstar based mm-hmm. on your booking of your show. Your bar will have I think there's five stars. If you get a five, I've I've never had a five star show in GMO. Like that's a great, hey, bro. It's it, it's almost impossible. But I, I'm oh, listening to impossible. yeah, I'm listening to you. But yeah, because I played it a lot as a kid. But right, yeah, that shit's. I don't. I've never. I've actually I've never seen a five star uh, GMO match. But if I think I, they're probably gonna make it more more accessible this time. But bro, like, you're gonna I've have. Been, you're gonna have to have a night like Bola, uh, day two, 2016, to, exactly, <laughs> to, have, to have a five star night. It's almost impossible. And then, like, and then when you do, like, 
what, what people don't realize is like every week you're going to have to mix it up. So you don't want two people that are in a feud fighting every week because nobody's going to care to see it at the pay-per-view. Like the game takes that into account. Seamus Cesaro 2018. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No. Nah, Daniel Bryan, Ryback, and Kane versus The Shield in 2015. Oh, man. They Jesus. do that shit every week, bro. My nigga. Yeah, look, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Zane, Kevin Owens on SmackDown. <laughs> exactly, bro. Every fucking week, bro. Oh. But you can be a better booker than Vince. If you want to talk shit about the way WWE books, then you hop in GMO to show that you do that shit better, bro. You can trade superstars too. Um, between you and your friends, but also the superstar might not want to go over to another brand. Right, so like you got to consult them. The other brand got to be like, "Yo, we'll raise your pay by two hundred fifty thousand or whatever." Like, there's a budget, so uh, you could also do like you could I didn't even know you like could trade an invasion. Yeah, you could do like invasion angles back in the day. Like, uh, if Edge That's is my hard. champion on Raw, I could send him to show up on SmackDown and like knock the champion out or some shit, and then y'all could like you could bit it raises the heat between each brand. It's like one versus one, bro. It's it's it, it was an incredible mode back. It's then. basically it WWE Fantasy League. Yeah, yeah. Sad, bro. Yeah. It's like it's football manager. Fun. If y'all if y'all ever I don't think y'all ever played played that, but like if you're a soccer fan, it's it's football manager, but it's in a wrestling game, and you actually get to watch the matches. Like it's not a simulation. Like every week, or you could play the matches. It's it's all it's all of that shit. You can spectate. Yeah. You could play. You could just simulate if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, you don't want to do that if you're playing with somebody else, but. I'm looking for. I got a bunch of people that I'm challenging. Like I'm about to do like a challenge on my channel every other, every week. I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna challenge somebody. We're about to do like 15 weeks of GMO. And we're gonna see who can actually beat me. But um, I'm gonna that sounds right like now, so much allow, fun, bro. They allow creator wrestlers, and I make an AEW roster. Broken, bro. Nigga's gonna just send Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks over. Like, all right, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> that's just go ahead. Just take over. And, just and then, over. and then, it, and then, if you get tired of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks every week, I'm gonna just put them in trios, bro. The three of them, they gonna have a trio. <laughs> match in the feud, bro. And if anything, oh wait, who's this? John Moxley? Wait, exactly. <laughs> just send them John Moxley. What's his name? Dina John Moxley. Kenta came over from New Japan. What exactly? Evil. Just go crazy. Yeah, my motherfucking roster is about to be nuts. But if I have to use the base roster, I might be I might be in trouble. I don't really watch WWE that much, and uh, like I didn't know Raw was on Sci-Fi. It's like what? I thought Raw was on USA. Raw's on Sci-Fi. They in the mud. (laughs) They're on Sci-Fi. That's yo. That's crazy. I did not know that. Monday Night Raw, bro. Like that's on (laughs) Sci-Fi. That shit don't even sound right. I didn't even know sci-fi was still a thing. I gotta keep it. No, nah, sci-fi. Sci-fi has been lit for cu- the last couple of years. If you're into shit like that, like I am, I'm a nerd. That's crazy. But, but no, it, I, didn't even know that. I just don't even see the fucking correlation between like sci-fi and well, Monday Night Raw. Sci-fi in the back, remember? That's so and true. Yeah, yes! was on sci-fi. 2005, 2006. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. ECW was on Sci-Fi up until like 2009. Like it was a, it was a, a, like four years they were on Sci-Fi. Wow. So I don't know, man. I don't know why Raw's on Sci-Fi, but I saw that shit the other day. Yeah. All right. I think it's time that we finally get into it, and um, get into it. I kind of didn't want to um, because I think we, well, two or three of us agree that Jack won that fight. 
Jack Hermanson won, bro. Jack Hermanson <laughs> won that fight, bro. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, bro. I don't care. Yugi, I don't, I don't care, know. bro. He won the fight, bro. Bro. I don't, yeah. That crackhead won that fight, bro. I don't care what nobody say, man. Come on, man. How, bro? How? I yes. So I watched it. I didn't see him land the shots that they counted. It's the same. He didn't land nothing major, but Jack didn't either. And then fucking, I don't know, man. Just a whole lot of pressure. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a fucking Sean Strickland fan, dude. Like that that dude is fucking weird, man. He's a strange dude. He ain't gonna never have no hoes. That like that shit. (laughs) This dude is fucking weird, bro. Why can nobody ice this man, bro? Why is he not on the floor yet, bro? He's not that good. He's got that crack jaw, bro. I guess. Crack jaw, bro. Shit. It's definitely the fact that he's got a fucking a peanut head, bro. It's got to be. There's no other excuse. Hit it. Hit it. Yeah. The fact that his head is big as fuck is why he can take a punch. Because if you, I, I feel. Watching it, that they landed around the same amount of strikes, um, and Jack had the takedowns on top of that. He uh, Strickland, I will give him the pressure, but I think that the fact that Jack wore the damage much worse definitely swayed the judges because Jack's face was a, a nasty fucking gory puddle at the end of the fight, and Strickland looked fresh. I can say that much. Um, but I do think in terms of like what the actual activity was, if you're just going off of the stats, uh, like the true stats, because sometimes like they would fucking, they, he would, Jack would land like mad body punches and lick kicks to the leg. And then they would only count like significant strikes yeah. on the, on the screen, which is really weird, but I digress. Um, he won It's whatever. Um, I do think that if it was counted off of just the strikes alone and not what it looked like, it, it probably would have been closer on the cards. Cause I think he won like what, four rounds. Yeah. They were saying like Sean Strickland won like every fucking round. And I, I don't, yeah. I just, I can't, I think I had it and I was being nice when I had it this way going into the fifth, but I had it two two going into the fifth. And in the last <clears> round, <throat> I thought Jack did enough. I didn't think Sean did enough in the last round at all. I thought Jack yeah. had round one. I thought Sean had round two. I thought uh, Jack had three. Sean had four. And then Jack had five. That's the way I had. They were just like trading off rounds. They were taking off each round. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Mm. But I, I, I do know that the stats are always bullshit, bro. Like um, almost always bullshit. There's a dude with a fucking PS4 controller sitting there just like every time a punch happens, X. Every time a kick happens, square. Like that's legitimately how they how they record strikes. And it's not always accurate. If you just just for viewers right now, go back and look at the stats for Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Look at the stats and actually watch the fight. Nate Diaz landed like four fucking punches in the first round. But if you look at the stats, it said he landed like a hundred. Where? Like fucking where, bro? Mm-hmm. That like the stats yeah. are always fucked up, man. It's it's some weird yeah. shit. It goes back to something I was saying last podcast. I know a lot of it got chopped and cut up when we had to do spaces and shit, but bro, the middleweight division is ass, dog. Like <laughs> it, it, it's See, really I'm fucking bad. I'm gonna get that to you. Nigga, that shit is fucking it's real. really fucking bad, bro. Like it's bad. If this yeah. is like the upper echelon of the middleweight division, and Izzy is like gonna retire an old man with the belt, bro. This is fucking crazy. 
bro, that's is it's Izzy's fault too. John John lapped his division three times. Anderson Silva lapped his division like twice. Izzy's lapping his division. Kamaru Usman lapped his division. He's about to do it a second time, I think. He's about to rematch Basically. everybody. Yeah, he's actually no, it's a yeah, he lapped it twice because he's rematching it. If he when he rematches Leon, he'll lap the division twice. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Sh- Sean Strickland being a contender at middleweight signifies exactly what Yugi is saying because Sean Strickland's doo-doo, bro. Doo-doo why is he butter. not asleep yet? Why is he why has he not been fucking flatlined yet? That man is it. garbage juice, bro. I don't understand it either. And it's like, I, 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 sometimes I want to give him credit and be like, oh, maybe the pressure keeps people on the back foot. They can't hit him with enough power. And it's just like, no. Yeah. But he's still garbage, bro. Like, I, I can't even I can't even take him and compare him to a fighter of old, like fucking Forrest Griffin or some something like that, because it's not. He's just garbage. He's really bad. And it seems like nobody can do anything about him, which is weird. You know who I compare him to? Who? That nigga is uh, the wish version of Kobe Covington. Nigga. The great wish, value, wish Kobe. Kobe. Kobe Covington from Costco, nigga. <laughs> Costco, oh, Kobe. Just no, Costco just no wrestling Kobe. included. Costco, <laughs> Kobe, but not the, not the one you buy with your membership. The one that they got on that on a tray and they giving out. Nigga, he's the, he's the sample, nigga. He's the sample Kobe, bro. So where do y'all think he... All you get is the forward pressure and the striking. No wrestling, no head movement. Where do y'all think Nothing. he goes next, bro? You think he goes up to fight the the loser of uh, Rock no. or is in... No? You don't think he shoots up that I think high? he fights the loser of Burns and Chimayos. I think he fights the winner of Burns and Chimayos. And I think either one of them melts him, bro. Either wait, yeah. no, that's what that's welterweight. What I was just about, about to say, what are y'all Why talking about? Why are you fucking about, me up, Eric? I was like, wait, no, <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see my face? So I was like, what is happening? Am I wrong? Am no, I high? That's welterweight. No, I, yeah. I think leave I that think in. He... <laughs> no, yeah, leave I it because that's showing how trash middleweight is too, bro. Middleweight is bad, bro. We think about welterweights. That's great. yeah. I I think he is probably gonna fight. The loser of Cannoneer and Brunson. Why wouldn't he fight the winner of Cannoneer and Brunson? You can see they're trying to give his ass a little push. The the winner of Cannoneer and Brunson is fighting the winner of Izzy and Whitaker for sure. Like, there's no reason Cannoneer or or Brunson shouldn't be fighting for the title after this. Cannoneer is coming off of a loss or a win? To Whitaker. Yeah. A loss. And Brunson is on like a fucking what, seven fight win streak? I can see and, Brunson um, getting a win and getting a title shot. I can't Cannonier, see Cannonier doing it. I can. Cannonier was what? Like three and one before, as well as the fact that Izzy wants to fight him. Yeah. Like, so if Izzy wants to fight him, he He's beats somebody him. that Izzy already beat. Mm-hmm. He's going to vouch for that title fight. And yeah. Izzy's going to give it to him. Granted, he, he gets past Whitaker this Saturday. That's, 100%. Yeah. I agree. But with that. I would say, I would say, this is just a little asterisk. If Robert does win, then everything we just said is in the garbage. <laughs> Obviously, nigga. Guys, like, I'm picking Whitaker. Same. I was going to say if you wanted to throw a bet up and try to make some of your money back. I'm picking You Whitaker. know what? I'll put 20 on Izzy. You'll put 20 on Izzy? Oh, I'd love to see y'all bet. Let's go. I'll put 20 on Izzy. I don't want to bet on that fight. Let, let's wait till down the line. Wait, I'll find hold it. up. 
Bro, that was your idea. It was your idea. I, I just took it back, bro. I just took it back. First of all, first too many. Of all, look, I got too many city kickboxing niggas losing. I'm not a gambler, bro. I don't put money on nothing. I don't even do parlays. I got too many city kickboxing niggas losing to to have Izzy losing, yo. I got mad city kickboxing lose, niggas losing this night, bro. Why can't they so, all lose? Because life don't work that way, bro. That's not true. Have you ever seen a Brazilian card? <laughs> the nigga they got Asian faded, cards, bro. <laughs> Asian cards, nigga. Hey, nah, nah, nah. The Chinese cards lately, bro. Chinese cards lately. Them niggas get faded, bro. Bro, Zhang was like, Zhang was like, well, Zhang's not losing. Bro, she got Zhang got iced in a second, bro. Bro, at home, right? Was it? Was it at home? No, it wasn't in China. Okay, okay. I was in LA. Yeah. Anytime they boost up somebody lately, bro, they get chopped down viciously. I I mean, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Yeah, but um, I paid you his money on our bet. Yeah, (laughs) I paid you you money. I gave you your money, but you know what, Yugi, you got to keep it a buck. You were sweating bullets, nigga. I was tripping a little bit, but Brian Battle did what I said he was gonna do. Battle, Brian Battle got a chin. He got that nigga, he's serious, bro. He comes to fight, man. I'm telling y'all. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm so inclined. You don't want to bet on uh, Izzy Rob. We'll we'll look at that card and we'll bet on. I'm looking at it right now, bro. I, and I don't know. I kind of want to bet on that Oberg Fabio car, uh, fight, or maybe even bro, Fabio's ass. Don't bet on Fabio. Nigga, where are you looking? Bro, at? Listen, 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 listen. Fabio's ass, but Oberg, it's ass her, bro. Like, hey, hey, I know a bet. I know a bet y'all could do. Uh, Eric, do you think Blood Diamond is winning or losing? <laughs> or who? Blood, Blood Diamond. Diamond. Are you talking about William Knight? Nah, Mike no. Matheta. Blood Diamond. Oh. <laughs> Why did I automatically think about William Knight? So Blood Diamond is, is debuting for UFC at the pay-per-view. Do you think that Blood Diamond is going to win or lose? Because Yugi is convinced Blood Diamond is ass, bro. Just, I'm super convinced, convinced, bro. I watched a bunch of his shit, man. Yeah, he take did, that bet. Take that bet. He did a bunch of can- – I'll, I'll hop on that one. He's, he's done some, he's done some can- Listen, he's done some King of the Ring. I'll give you his whole rundown, bro. He's 52 and 14 with, like, 17 by knockout. He has a uh, – Okay. Some decent finishes, man. He's a city kickboxing guy. He's from Zimbabwe. He moved to New Zealand. He's got some African in him. You know what I mean? He only has three uh, actual MMA fights. He throws like a fucking wild man. Like, he's a weird-ass striker. He's hella movement-oriented. He's not like Izzy at all, for real. Oh, he's fighting Jeremiah Wells? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I like that, but personally. You don't like Wells, bro? Nah, I like Wells. That's why. Me too, bro. So then you, oh, oh, you think it blood diamond? Okay, yeah. So both of y'all thinking he's no, gonna the lose reason I'm saying Damn. that is just because I don't know enough about Matheta. I just gave that's you a quick rundown, bro. He's like, oh, imagine a middleweight. Your rundown, your rundown can be different of what I see in the. Imagine place. a middleweight Dom or not middleweight, whatever weight class he is, Dom Cruz, but with like well to weight Dom Cruz with like kicks. That sounds amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, look, like, so take and then look, he does the he Dustin Poirier thing. thing. Listen, he does the Dustin Poirier thing. He's he's a southpaw, but he starts or he like mainly fights from orthodox and shit. Like, 
He's a weird dude to watch fight. I watched a bunch of his fights. He's a weird dude, but fucking Wells is going to chop his ass up, bro. Yeah, no. I Just because I don't know enough about him, I'll, I'll pass on that one. Oh, I will bet, though. How about let's just let's bet on Brunson Cannonier. I don't like you got? I, I don't like either one of them enough to put money on them. They they bore me, bro. Cannonier is a you're weird. boring me right now. Is boring, bro. I mean, nah, he be getting knockouts and shit, bro. He's a weird crystal loving ass thing. I don't know, man. He gonna fuck oh, around and fuck up his own energy, bro. If somebody called Cannonier a knockout artist, I wouldn't argue with that, bro. I wouldn't argue with it either. At all. At all. I was going to say, I'll take Cannonier. Wasn't it him that smoked uh, Silver with a leg kick? Yes. One kick. Spun his shit like like Condit, bro. Yeah, Condit would be, yeah. All right, how about Bobby Green Nasrat? Oh, Nasrat's going to sleep, bro. (laughs) Come on, bro. I you see that intrigue. You disagree? Like, you like Bobby Green, nigga. You like Bobby Green. Yeah. I like Bobby Green, bro. Yeah. You like min- you like Mini Kelvin? Huh? You like Mini Kelvin Gasoline? Like Pocket Kelvin, do like bro? Mini Kel. I do like Mini Kelvin. We can run that one, bro. Let's make it happen. All right, word. Like Twenty easy. Twenty easy. Twenty easy. Hey, what, yeah. right, what you That's doing? Like, what is that, bro? That's a virtual yeah, shape. Virtual shape. Yeah, I got you. What y'all mean by that? Nigga, don't make me look Bro, weird, nigga. This nigga said, don't make me look weird, nigga. Bitch, nigga, don't do anything, nigga. wearing a hoodie. He's talking about don't make me look weird, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, look, look. I'm wearing a hoodie. It's dark outside. No. Y'all don't really think Oldberg going to get Fabio out of there, bro? Yes. Fabio's ass. No I think Olberg is ass, but I think Fabio's It don't matter. Whoever loses fight's going to hell home, though. That's Eric, really Olberg, I hate- Olberg is a nigga that got beat up by Kennedy... And Chuck Wu, bro. And Chuck Wu. Yeah, yeah. He got, yeah. I was gonna say, I was gonna say something crazy. The wording was gonna say, crazy. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, yeah. Chris Oldberg, his chin is. Ugh. I want to say his got, chin. He don't have no gas. He no, that man's no. That man's chin, chin is like sus. It's sus. I'll say that. It's sus. You know what? I, I like Chris Oldberg in that one. You like Oldberg and Carlos Oldberg in that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Chris uh, Carlos. Oldberg you want to you want to put some money on that one too, me? No, the only reason <laughs> I like Carlos. No, 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 no. Listen to we my don't know reason. what Oldberg can do. The reason is that um, Fabio's hair is terrible. Yes. Um, that's that's basically the only reason I don't want him to win. Well, I don't um, want him to win than... because he supports Joe Rogan, and he said Joe Rogan oh. still comes to the cookout. That's what Fabio said. So. Fabio oh, yeah, not yeah, even yeah, allowed to the cookout. To yeah, not no more. I definitely want him to go to bed now. Um, Alexander Hernandez and Renato Moicano. That's a fight, that's, bro. That's going to be I a want nice Moicano fight. I want to beat him so badly, bro. I do, but he's not. He's not. Um, he's not. He's, he's going to get clipped. Yeah, Renato has no Unless chin. He subs him. Ever since he went ahead and fought, um, was it um this bald bitch? Fizzaya. Uh, that's what happened. He fought Fizzy. No, it was before. Yeah, it was way he, before was cooked, he was cooked before that. I can't remember. Oh, who it was. I Fizzy. thought you meant his last, like his last big loss. No, it was um, um shit. Aldo did it to him. Somebody chinned him, and he ain't been Marais. the same since. Marlon Marais. Marlon Marais clipped him Marais, real fucking bad. Marais is a. I'm pretty sure it was Marlon Marais. No, he's Almost a hundred percent sure. Magic Marlon, Mister. Yeah, Clint, One Punch Man. Yeah, the Bantamweight. Yeah, no. Yeah. And that's when he was coming up. Moicano sure never him. fought at bantamweight, bro. Bro, 
I'm almost 100% sure, bro. Volcano's a featherweight. Oh, uh, matter of fact, you know who I was thinking it was a fucking, it was a link to. It was Jose. I was thinking about That's Jose versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Jose that did it to him. Aldo hit him with Jose that Aldo. Body, nigga. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he fucked him up bad. And then Chan Sung Jung did him bad. And then Fazeev did him bad. Um, So, yeah. His chin is. It's a journey, man. He got to retire, bro. But, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I definitely see him going to. Wasn't he uh, on a mean streak before that, though? Yes. He was. Before before he he ran into. He ran into Brian Ortega. And then he went back on a little bit of a streak, and then he ran into Jose Aldo. Yeah, because he got to the title with Aldo. Yeah, he was yeah. basically up there. Yeah, they were that that fight was like an eliminator, basically. And that yeah. man got hit. It's crazy. I, we all hate Hernandez because he. I mean, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a but he's a good fighter, yo. He's solid. He's a good prospect. If you still want to call him that, I call him. Mid. Yeah, I think he can. I think he can make it probably to like the top seven to top four. Eventually, in his career, I think he can like, get farther than that, bro. If you want to be honest, he's got time. He's still young as fuck, bro. That's that's doesn't mean much, um. Honestly, like if we look at niggas like Sage Northcutt, that nigga young, that nigga ain't going nowhere. Hey, but he's a different. He he got. Then he get his face smashed and never fight again. No, he, he didn't fight. You're right. Oh shit, he hasn't fought since then. Yeah, I, I, I told people he won't coming back from that. He broke like six bones in his face, bro. Cosmo Alexander did it to him. Yeah, yeah but even if you look at before, nigga, he got done in by Mickey Gall. Nah, he talking about the, you talking to the wrong dude about Mickey Gall, bro. Bro, fuck that nigga. <laughs> Nah, Mickey beat him by decision, bro. That shit wasn't even impressive, man. Like, nah, but ever since once he fought Mickey, that's after that he's been on the down. His whole career's been on the downside. I've been I on. A, I've been a fan. I've been a fan of Mickey since he bit Diego, bro. I fuck with that. I hate prospect <laughs> fights, but if I ever wanted to see a prospect fight, I want to see Hamzat versus Shavkat, nigga. Oh my god. That ruins some legacies. Yes, that nigga. That nigga Shavkat is real, bro. I think yeah, he's Shavkat way more legit. real than Hamzat. I really do, bro. Shavkat is legit as fuck. Um, um, Hamzat's got the base because, let's say, I mean, Shavkat's decent on the ground, but he's no Hamzat on the ground. You know what I mean? How do we and know? And you can completely he's neutralize. everybody out on the feet. I mean. I'm going to keep it a buck, bro. Like, I'm, in, I'm infected by the Hamzat bug, bro. Like, Hamzat is... Uh, he's scary. Tomato, like, tomato, I tomato, <laughs> tomato, tomato. I don't see the reason I say that is just because his striking is legit as fuck. His grappling at at one seventy as a legit one eighty fiver is crazy. Like, regardless of if he hasn't proven it against somebody who's bro, he's a hundred eighty fiver, one hundred percent, and he's fighting at one hundred seventy. He's lifting these little, he's lifting them like children. So yeah, I. It's. I just want to see him fight Burns. When he fight Burns, that's gonna be somebody who I can like really gauge. Like, all right, if he if he beats Burns like the same way he's done everybody else, just give just let him fight Usman. Just let him fight Usman. I don't think that's, that's gonna be a fight you can gauge it off of, <clears throat> but I think it's gonna be a good ass fight. I'm really hyped about that. All right, how far how far do we move the the goalpost for him to be a challenge? Yeah, like, but Burns is a lightweight, bro. Like, no. That's Hamza really is going to look like a heavyweight. <clears throat> so then Dustin is a fucking... Dustin is a, is a featherweight. 
No, Dustin. No. no, Dustin's a legit lightweight, bro. That's like, not a good nigga. There's good tweeners one. that that he's a bro. Burns is a tweener, bro. Burns it was never really because Burns never really made uh, 155 like all the time, uh, like at good health or like period. Like he's always been known to Dustin. Like, Dustin's mad healthy at 55. What bro. I th- what I'm saying is is that the nigga's a tweener and he has he has more. He has shown to have more success at seven than, than he has at fifty-five. So I can't confidently sit here and call him a lightweight, and then and then you know take that away from Kamzat. Let, if me, he let me not let me not shit on him by calling him a lightweight. Let me elaborate. When I call him a lightweight, I mean he's fighting a a middleweight that cuts to welterweight. Hamzat could be a light heavyweight. That's what Hamzat's a big, big, big boy. Yeah, I don't it's know how he massive. makes welterweight. I legitimately don't know. No idea. But he does. But he kills himself. And 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 the fact that he can make welterweight and he's fighting Gilbert Burns, who's typically a fucking lightweight, is not good. So I don't I'm not yeah. saying that I just expect him to wash Burns or anything. Burns Burns can knock him the fuck out, and if he gets taken down, he could sub him. It's completely possible. Burns probably gonna want to keep it on the feet, which is probably a mistake. So he might beat Burns. But him beating Burns. That all it's not gonna be like some shit that we never saw coming. He's not about to like he's not about to do some crazy shit to Burns where we're like, oh my god, Hamza's the truth. It's gonna be like, well, yeah, he did that to Burns because look at look at the size disparity and shit like that. It's gonna be the same. He's either gonna yeah. knock him out with like the jab like Usman did, or he's gonna like slam the motherfucker and like quickly take his back or some shit. It's good, like or, or he could beat him by decision. I don't has he had a decision? I don't know. But, I'm not gonna be impressed by. Uh, I'm gonna be impressed, but I'm not gonna be. Yes, like, he has. I'm, He's had his first two fights. He um he basically could be the, his first two fights in his career in uh, the UFC, and after that, he's been a finisher. Okay. I think he's getting Gilbert out of there, bro. For, yeah. I, it's possible. I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen. I wouldn't even bet on that fight, bro. That's yeah, like I'm. That's right that's now. the gauger for me. I like I'm I'm saying I'm on the the Hamza train in terms of like I love the hype I love his fight style I like watching him I like watching him compete yeah um but Burns is gonna be the real gauger for me so after Burns is and it depends on how Burns puts up a fight and how he the how he neutralizes that and how if he gets past that that's that that's what I'm looking for we haven't talked about the main event we have not. Ty no, Tuivasa and Derek Lewis. First of all, can I start off with the fact that <laughs> Ty Tuivasa said that when he knocks oh, out Derek Lewis, he's going to do a cuppy with Derek Lewis's uh, cup. Uh, <coughs> nigga, Derek nigga. Lewis balls is hot. That nigga mouth going to be hot. That's that a is sick nigga. Dog. He got mad ball sweat in his mouth. This nigga nasty. Oh, oh, oh man. man, that's so weird. Why do that to yourself, bro? What what's going on in Australia? What's in the water, bro? <laughs> I think they just like to just like toughen themselves naturally because like they're drinking like, another man's ball sweat. That's just what they do, I guess. They just Eric, you're trying to people. rationalize some irrational shit. I'm trying. Yeah, like, I, yo, am. I am. I got nothing for it, bro. Drink. Don't- Eric, yeah, you, I just, you go to Australia and drink <laughs> some ball sweat, bro. It's yeah no I got nothing <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Um, what can you have? It's just that, a, bro. God damn. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's a good fight. I think 
it's a fight that lines up good for both of them. You know, it's not going to last long. It'll probably be two rounds tops at most. I just think that Ty Tuvasa isn't going to be able to take a punch from Derek Lewis. I think he can. I think he can because uh, that, that long-ass pause. <laughs> the reason was because I was thinking of the nigga name. Uh, I think he can because he's, you know, in his uh, previous bout, he took that big punch from Greg Hardy. And Greg Hardy is, I fucking hate to give him any sort of fucking shine because I hate that motherfucker with my guts. But Greg Hardy is a huge puncher. Probably one of the biggest punchers in, in the heavyweight division. Just off the sheer mass and size and how athletic he is. But he took the he took a big punch from um, Greg Hardy, had him reeling, and on chicken legs, he 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 turned them into a fucking mannequin. So um, he, I it's like I know Derek Lewis is on a different level. Like Derek Lewis literally sends people to the astral plane, but like it's 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 basically like um, immovable object, unstoppable force for me. And I think it's basically whoever gets the first one in is just raise that motherfucker's hand. Because that's just what it looks like to me on paper. I think it's going to be fun because both these dudes are unorthodox as hell, bro. Like, you just don't see what either one of them got going on. Like, it's <laughs> going to be a fucking funky-ass fight, dog. I got to I gotta disagree with both of y'all here because I'm a big proponent in believing that Derek Lewis actually has a high fight IQ. And niggas think I'm oh, I didn't crazy. Know. I'm not saying he has a bad fight. I'm not saying that. I, I didn't finish. Let me finish the thought. Yeah. I'm disagreeing in, in the aspect of y'all saying that, like, oh, the first person landed. I don't I don't agree with that. Derek Lewis has a chin. Derek Lewis can take that, right? I think that the the real thing is Derek Lewis is about to like, I'm not gonna say he's gonna put on a master class, but the way he finishes this fight, we're gonna be like, damn, that's that's Derek Lewis, like. We got to put some respect. I think we're going to have to put respect on his name after this fight because he's about to make Ty Tuivasa look like a nigga that's ranked number 10. He's really about to make him look like that, bro. I think Ty Tuivasa is what people think Derek Lewis is. People think Derek Lewis is like some dumb, sloppy heavyweight. No, that's Ty. And I love Ty Tuivasa. I think he's Unga Bunga. Yes. Ty Tuivasa is Unga Bunga, nigga. Derek Lewis is not. Derek Lewis is is legitimately a great. He's, He's a great. For a heavyweight, he's a great fighter, bro. He he really is. He does he does stupid ass shit like um throwing a, a a lead roundhouse into a spinning back kick for no reason. Um, but I love it because it's it's amazing and you never see somebody of that size do something so like John that. John Jones. I know, but nigga, just saying, Derek Lewis is not John Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the justification. I appreciate it, but but no, I think that um. I do agree with you. I do think that Derek Lewis's IQ in fighting is very underappreciated. I just don't think that I know he's athletic, but I, I would say a better word is I don't think that his body is limber enough in certain situations to pull off like the shit that he thinks about. So for instance, like remember when he had that little body shot that hurt him and he was trying to get away from JDS, which led to a big counter that knocked JDS down. It's like he basically looked like he was gonna shit himself trying to get away. But like I'm pretty sure that if he, if his body was a little bit like if it was a little lighter on his feet, he would have did some crazier shit and probably finished him with that one punch. 
that's just me theorizing. But I do I offer of that I do say that Taitu Ivasa has been has shown that his fight IQ isn't the highest, but he probably hits the hardest. Uh right next to Derek Lewis. So it's gonna be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um when I said we gotta talk about the main event, I meant co main event. I just left the word co out of that. The actual That's why I laughed. That's what I yeah. laughed about. I thought you were just fucking saying, fuck them other niggas, Derek's, nah, and then it's the main event. That's why I started geeking. Nah, nah. I was like, this nigga's wild. The actual, the actual main event is Israel Desanya versus Robert Whitaker. I yes, think sir. that fight is going to be way better than the first one. The first one was just Izzy just like being a fucking... I rewatched it yesterday, just a matador. He was just... And Robert was uh, like the whole fucking you want to talk about Unga Bunga nigga. Robert Whitaker was trying to kill him, bro. He was trying yes, to kill him, and that was his problem. I, I uh, think he he ran at Izzy like a like a fucking bull, and Izzy was the matador, like I said. And I I think that that was like Izzy trying to put on a masterclass. But like if you re, if you really go back and watch it, Izzy wasn't even trying to put on a masterclass. He was just like come to me, like every single time. He, he was just taking what it was given. Exactly, and every time they were in the in the pocket, Izzy was like, "Here we go." Izzy threw that same check hook every fucking exchange, and they landed. They kept yeah. landing, and until so like, he knocked him down in the first round. Exactly, and then he <clears throat> knocked him out in the next minute. That shit was crazy, but like he kept checking him with that shit. But Robert Whitaker has been training with like some kind of like boxing legend. And uh, in Australia, like the dude was like a like a like a multi-time world champion or whatever. I forgot his name. He's old as fuck now. I don't know why he's training with Robert Whitaker, but um, Whitaker, I believe in this fight. I don't think he's gonna do the Jan Blahovich thing where he. I think he was saying it to throw Izzy off. I don't. I don't yeah. think that he that he thinks that he's just about to shoot on Izzy and just lay on him for the whole fight. I don't. I don't think Robert Whitaker wants to win that way either. I think Robert Whitaker is about to have way cleaner striking than he did in the first fight. Not only that, he's just about to be improved overall. After watching uh, the countdown and and embedded, I watch all of that shit leading up to fights. I want as much insight into a fight to make uh, an idea of what's going to happen in my head as possible. I want the, the clearest fucking idea I can have. And in my mind, I think that this fight's going to be pretty damn close. When I say I pick Whitaker, I know goddamn well this man might get KO'd, bro. Like he might get sl- he might get slept in the first exchange. It's completely possible. But yeah. I also think that he's gonna make the proper adjustments, and I actually have him by decision. You got robbed mm. by decision. Mm-hmm. I don't see, regardless of who wins that. I'll just let Yugi go after this. I don't see. Regardless of who wins, I don't see it going to decision. It might because shit like that happens in MMA. But like in my theory, fighter head, I don't see it. Go ahead, you. Sorry. I don't think this goes to decision simply because of the danger aspect. I don't think there's a, a, a capability of waiting when you have one of those top tier motherfuckers in the ring with you. You know what I mean? And it's just going to be different. Like it's, I, I think the same. Like Shaq thinks it's going to be a completely different fight. It's going to be way better. I do think that Rob's going to rely on his wrestling because Rob is smart, man. And if you see a huge hole there, you fucking take it. Like, why, yeah. what, what reason does he have not to take it? 
I think that it's um, Adesanya. That's why. <laughs> yeah, because that hole can have a fucking rattlesnake at the end of it. It can have a knee in it. <laughs> yeah. It can. It can. It can be something dangerous for that motherfucker to eat. So I. I think that it's going to go similar to the first one, not in complete dominance. I think that um, I would say it's going to be like a less brutal version of him versus Kelvin Gastelum, but with a finish. That's what I, that's what I see in my head in this rematch with the adjustments and all. Finished by Izzy? Yes. Okay. So you think it's going to be a war with Izzy knocking him out? Yes, but not a necessarily like a full-on war, but where both of the motherfuckers look like they got hit in the face with two by fours, but it's definitely gonna look they they took some damage, both of them. So you that's you what think, I see. You think Whitaker's gonna get his shit in before he gets finished? I do, yeah, a hundred percent. Interesting. I like that. So we all we we all got Whitaker. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> Bro, nigga, I got I got Izzy. I got Izzy by by TKO uh, within the third or fourth. Okay, who you got, Yugi? You got Whitaker. Right? I, I got I got Rob. Most likely by decision. If it's by finish, it's going to be in a second. Okay, I like that. I got I got Rob by decision. I think Rob is Rob is really good at making somebody have a war with him. He's so good at that. He didn't even try to do that in that in the first fight, but when he does, you're, he will, he will drag you to the fucking battlefield. You know what I think it is in the first fight because he kind of did it in the in the um, in the round that he finished Paulo Costa, is that Izzy has this complex about him where he knows that he's so good at striking that he's willing to go into the other person's realm just to show them that he's better. So. He's willing. He's willing to stand in the pocket because he knows he has those matrix-like reflexes and the and the slender body to be able to bend and weave out of the way of a lot of these strikes. Um, but I think Robert is going to plan for a lot of that. I think he's going to mix up a lot of clinching with breaking into into high kicks or or into some sort of combinations, pressuring against the cage. And Israel has been shown to be able to be pressured. Like Yoel pressured him for five rounds and nothing happened in that fight. Um, so he, he's definitely susceptible, susceptible to, to striking pressure, but it's, it's going to be, a. I I think eventually he's going to start firing back and, and he's going to get him out of there by the third or fourth. So I don't, I don't know if y'all heard this shit, but Roddy Rich got bullied on social media because he dropped some shit and everybody was like, this is ass, bro. Yeah. He, he dropped sucks. a snippet of a, of a new song that was coming a out. Snippet. That shit was terrible, bro. That shit was like, you a hip-hop fan. You remember that old video of Cassidy when he was making beats? Yeah. It was some shit like that, bro. That shit was awful. That shit was god-awful. up, bro. He and got on niggas. IG and had the black background with the text, and he was like, oh, I guess I'm just ass, huh? I, I'm out. I'm leaving. And he he uh, deactivated he Twitter and IG, bro. He's done. He's like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. His last album was mid as fuck, but <laughs> but that like, <laughs> I hope you're not watching this, nigga. You about to have him on suicide watch, it, like, bro. Big man. It was not a good album. Like I think it sucks. To, it really does suck to see because his first album was a banger. 
Like his first album had classics on it, bro. In my opinion, like, and his second album, like people, I guess people just really lived up to the hype. I, I feel like the same thing kind of happened to Bryson Tiller, but just not as severe because Bryson Tiller's second album was kind of good, um, but it didn't live up to, to Trap Soul, um, and nothing ever will that I think that he will release. So I, but he just, I feel like Roddy dropped the ball on this. I feel like he tried to, on some of his songs, he tried to capture that same type of vibe that he had on the first album, and it didn't work. Like where he would like go up in the melodies, do the little high voice, and then do the little low voice sometimes in the track. And it's like, that was cool on like, on, like it was cool on that song, but that song was, it it worked. Like certain tempos, don't work on all songs like me like I, as a i sing on the side of shit and i write so i know about like how tempos work on, on certain songs and certain profiles just don't work on every beat certain ones are just unique to to certain sounds and you can't just take that and duplicate it and expect it to work I, and i feel like he got lazy i think he's a victim of the sophomore slump bro a lot of people who come out with banging ass albums like that you get like your entire fucking life to make an album when you first pop out because you know you're trying to get fucking found so it's just a compilation of your greatest shit at the most or for the most part you know what i mean or your greatest yeah. shit at that moment but when you have to force that second fucking album out there bro it's different yeah. you have to fucking make sure you're capturing fans you probably got to do what some fucking record label says fuck it it, it just it, it gets fucking annoying and you see it happen with a lot of artists especially artists chance. that like yes chance but <clears throat> I would say his situation is a little different. I mainly speak on artists whose sound is like. Wait, you said what? Who you said? He said Chance, right? Yeah. Chance the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh... Because he had acid rap, and acid rap was critically acclaimed, right? And acid rap was that book. shit. Co- coloring book was thing. mid, and then I, I think feel like he didn't I like get the response. Book. I did too, but he didn't get the response he wanted from coloring book. I think his complete yeah. shift in content threw a lot of people off, bro. Like he started talking about his wife and his family, and you can't do that, bro. What going my ah, wife? after every yeah, ten up, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I Nigga, can't do too, that, bro. But I'm you not can't about just alienate your fucking fans like that, bro. Like, but I think a lot of people with their sophomore albums go through that shit, yo. And it's like proven. I, I'm not even gonna throw names out because I'm super lit, but it, it's. A whole lot of fucking, it, it really doesn't affect the super creative people because they get to think out of pocket anyway. But if your music is attached to the sound that's like in the now at that moment, then making your fucking sophomore album is going to be hell because you have to completely change your sound. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's agreeable. I can agree with that, bro. But speaking of albums, when is Kendrick going to drop, bro? The fuck? Yeah, Kendrick been beating around the bush, but Kendrick always do shit like this. Kendrick like a fucking he released the shit like around PlayStation consoles, bro. He took like five, six years. <laughs> he wait till that album is done and done. He said, "I want the Kendrick no Seven, bro." <laughs> Ain't no nigga. He about to drop the the, the, the play Kendrick Seven, <laughs> bro. On God, like the nigga take it dumb long, but. I mean, I do know when it drops. It's gonna be something that I bump for a minute because. Like, we all thought, like, he couldn't do it again. And then, damn, dropped. And it was like, ooh, this album is fucking fire. Do we know that, so Eric? Like, do we know that? Because 
I mean, after top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Look, I feel like I feel like now is our best bet to get one because he's performing at the Super Bowl. So I feel like if anything, maybe that's an opportunity to present some new shit. That's the biggest. Done that twice now, huh? He's done that twice now without dropping the album. He performed at the Super Bowl before the pandemic. You ain't gonna do it twice. I mean. But then the pandemic happened. Believe it or not, the pandemic shut down about, a lot of people's nigga, that's music. That's why you make an album. You in the house. Bro, no, absolutely not. How you going to tour it? You, I mean. Nigga, Drake dropped a whole album in the pandemic. And didn't go nowhere with it. And that album was dookie. He, he gave us some throwaways, bro. He gave nah, us some throwaways. Nah, that album was a compilation. It we was a compilation. But you're not about to he call it dookie. He, come on, man. What's it any of that dookie. on your playlist besides girls and... um? There's two more. Not you're not listening to that shit. Be honest with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Spotify right now. Bro. What? Be honest with yourself, bro. You're not listening to that. I got my shit right now. The, the, the pandemic shut down. Friends in the the pandemic shut down a lot of people's music because you cannot tour. You know what I mean? And that's like integral of making money. That's your money right there. That tour money is yours. You know what okay. I mean? Instead of so fucking why music. Cole do it? So what you're saying is Kendrick don't have no fucking integrity. Is that what you're saying? I it all depends on if you own your mask. I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe you said that about Kendrick. <laughs> he was slated Bro. to drop January of last year. I'm not saying well, anything about his integrity. Drop at the end of 2021. He, said he also left his on. record label. He did. He did. So... It's going to be what it is. And this is the biggest stage he can have to produce or not produce, but to, you know, introduce some new shit. You know what I mean? And this yeah. might be his chance. So I think he might take it, bro. Like, yeah, maybe he wasn't trying not to take away the shine from his little cousin Keem when his album dropped, even though I didn't like that album at all. Okay. Um, we agree. Um, but yeah, the Shaq don't look at me like yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was a baby nigga Shaq's... album. Like it's the same shit. I don't. Whatever. We already talked about that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, maybe he was not trying to take away Sean from his cousin, and he's just waiting. Maybe a little summer album. Man, but, fuck my um... cousin, nigga. I'm trying to burn the streets up, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. After that shit. After. I... Imagine Drake dropped that nigga. That'd be the end of his career, dog. Drake and him on it. Drake and him on it. Bro. <laughs> yeah, but but also the way that they built themselves up, they on totally totally different like frequencies. So it's like that's yeah, I agree. Afford- it, it makes more sense for Drake to drop something like that than Kendrick Lamar. Nah, I I, I disagree with that. Because Kendrick has has been known his whole career to play with the voices and have the little different like melodies that niggas wouldn't touch. Like, that's what made him special in the beginning. Like, when he would always do the little voices, especially in the early acting and, like, in his early album, like, Good Kid, Mad City and shit like that, like, he would always what have voice, these little, bro. like, he like play no rights. He just Make repeated top of, top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Wait, I'm not going to Top of the morning. Top of the morning. is that when you see shit like that, like, you can, you can almost expect the silliness from Kendrick because he doesn't take music as um as fucking like high profile or like as serious as Drake does in in terms of like um the way he markets himself and shit like that. He doesn't take like, sales tell, like, serious. I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly. say his music serious. He wouldn't take sales serious. Kendrick could throw a bullshit track out there for you. 
Drake, it's gonna be some money and shit attached to it. It's gonna sound perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in the you can't you can't say a nigga can throw a bullshit track out there and say he takes music completely serious and have that on the same hand. It just doesn't work that That's way. Like, Bro, my, nigga I'm not did, saying, my nigga did the I'm Lion saying, King sound. Was it the Lion I'm King soundtrack? No, it was the it was Black, Black Panther Man. soundtrack. And that shit was fire. Yeah, it, was, it was. But that's something to just fuck around with, is what I'm saying. I don't mean like throw away, throw away. I'm saying he's more willing to culture. make out that and, and maybe maybe my wording was bad. Um, I would say that not that what I meant by he doesn't take music as serious is that he's willing to have more fun with music. Yeah. Like in the way that he that he makes it and the the he's not shy of putting shit out there that niggas might look at and be like, what this this shit is weird. Well, this shit is trash because he don't care because he's satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the whole point. Like Drake will sit there and he'll have it go through his whole fucking team of writers and fucking producers and publishers and whatever. Like it's okay. Other niggas write have their music written. It's not a, that big of a deal now. This, but what I'm saying is is that it will go through all of that and then make sure that it's good through PR and that it's good enough to be on the radio. Like that's the type of shit that How Drake does with music nowadays. Hmm? How we know this? Cause it's Drake, nigga. Yeah, no, but that's the problem. Cause it's Drake is your answer. How do you know? Everybody know how Drake moves, man. You don't. You don't. You don't make the money. Niggas have an idea of who people are, and niggas literally don't know, bro. Drake will literally show you that him and Forty are in the studio with the door locked, ordering Uber Eats for two months, and you niggas think that they about to run it through fucking PR? No, bro. Them, them niggas gonna accept whatever the fuck Drake gives them. If you can't bro. tell, then why the fuck was the album doo doo? Bro, okay. the niggas have a team. I ain't gonna lie, that's the most solid point you made. It, it, it's, a, it's a great point. <laughs> it's a great point, but them niggas now, have a I'm team and a camp and promotion that does everything for them. So even if <laughs> even if Drake just hands them some fucking ass or just a fucking tape, uh-huh. they're gonna make it the biggest thing in the world. So you think it was some yes men shit, and they were just like, yes, Drake. Nah, bro. Nigga, I'm going to do my job if my fucking artist is the biggest artist in the world. I'm trying to get paid. I'm not about to let the biggest artist in the world drop some bullshit. If I'm just fucking the promo team, yes, I am. I don't give a fuck what you drop. I'm pushing these fucking... Man, you better say yes. If it's crazy that you think that Kendrick don't got to do the, the same shit. <laughs> I think any record, anybody who's attached to a record label, I think they have that same team behind them. Unless you're an independent artist or just some street nigga dropping mixtapes, you know what I mean? You're going to have a so team behind So what separates Kendrick and Drake? Creativity. You said that Drake does that, and you saying that Kendrick doesn't, but now you're saying that everybody does it. Creativity. One's creative enough to be more willing to just throw something out there, and if the masses don't like it, suck my, you know what I mean? Some of that. I wouldn't even say, you know what? I don't think Kendrick has ever done that. It wouldn't even be creative. He had a Black Friday series. He's got mixtapes. Name me a Drake mixtape since fucking So Far Gone. Name me anything free Drake has given us in the in since. If you're whenever. reading this, it's too late. At, that was nigga, a that's first sale on the fucking uh, uh, charts and everything, bro. What the oh, hell? What are you Kendrick about? doesn't drop mixtapes either. Then if that's your mixtapes, mixtapes. Listen, listen, mixtapes. That's because you're not anymore. a fan. He's got a whole fucking Black Friday series. He's got an entire group that he does fucking mad shit with. He's got. Uh, uh, nigga, I'm aware of TDE. I listen to all of mirrors. Them, bro. I'm not talking about just Black Hippie. I'm talking about Room Full of Mirrors. He's got mad shit that he works on. He, he I'm talking about shit that's just not going to be just him and his tapes. discography. Mixtapes are not real. Section anymore. 80 started off as a mixtape, just like you said. Uh, the, Bro, if you're reading how are you going to compare Section 80, but you're going to leave Drake off at, at fucking uh, his first shit? How, like, because that was the one that was the actual mixtape. 
fucking what is it? So far gone was the actual mixtape and it transitioned into sales into and streaming. Album. Section eighty was a mixtape and it transitioned into sales and streaming. Okay. But nobody dropping not, mixtapes anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Like bro, you're saying the kids are dropping mixtapes and niggas drop mixtapes. It's definitely more scarce, but, but they're gonna be definitely Spotify. it's more scarce, but I'm not speaking on just mixtapes. I'm talking about just creativity in general, features, projects, the fucking Black Panther project, just things that are, aren't completely attached to their the discography. And shit. Yeah, the sounds. I know what he's saying. What I say is I wouldn't even call it less uh, creativity because there, there has been some extremely creative shit I've heard in Drake songs. I think it's more of the willingness to, to, to put it out. Like, I feel that no matter what, that Drake has... Drake has this conscience because he's been the best out for the last 10 years that he, he has to stay there. Like, you know, people have this expectance from him and the way that Kendrick has built himself up is that his shit is amazing. It's great. It's one of the best rappers of our generation, but he hasn't built a platform that is around like media that needs to, to have brackets He's bracketless. He can do what he what he feels. Kind of like J. Cole, but J. Cole's more even out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like he he can do what he wants and not have that worry behind his back that niggas is gonna talk shit because he don't care as much as Drake would. His his fame isn't really attached to his sales, it's attached to his actual work. Whereas <clears throat> a lot of Drake's fucking shit is attached to his fucking sales, man. And I don't care what bro, that is. That's face a wild uh, claim. Why would you bro, say that? And you went ahead and said that. Because he's, he's said the that. biggest and he's going to stay the biggest. What? Why bro, wouldn't I say that? You can be the biggest guy in the world and have the craziest sales, but also release quality work. It doesn't have to. It's not mutually exclusive to do one yeah. or the other. You, you, yeah. Drake is I'm both. not saying it's Kendrick is I'm not. Saying it's, Drake is, I'm not saying it's Drake mutually Google, exclusive. Drake Google, my nigga. <laughs> I'm not saying it's mutually exclusive. I'm saying Drake sells a gajillion times more than Kendrick, right? No. You, what you said was Kendrick <clears throat> is the guy that isn't about to sell the most, but you know he's going to have better quality of work. You yes. also, but the contrast was Drake for you, where you said Drake is going to sell the most, but he's not going to have the quality of work. That's what you said. Yeah. And it's not true. Drake has both. I'm not saying he has bad quality work. Let me make sure. He's trying to say that his it's not Kendrick. I, I understand level. what he's trying to say. He's trying to say that uh, essentially, and correct me if I'm wrong. He's trying to say that essentially that Drake is gonna have really good quality shit, and he's gonna have the 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 sales, the PR for it as well. But that Kendrick is compensating for that by having even higher level shit with way less PR. Exactly. Yeah, am I wrong? No, you're you're, you're completely right. Okay, cool. Because I still disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I still disagree with that. Like I, I think I, I I agree to a point that Kendrick feels that he needs to compensate with higher quality shit. Right? I don't necessarily think that he that he lives up to that. I don't know if he, I, I'm not going to say that he feels he needs to compensate. Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, that's what I just I'm think that I think he, he pushed out high quality Eric, shit. You said that, and you you agree? No, no, no. I'm saying. He does. He puts out higher quality shit naturally. Yes, that's what I'm saying too. He just puts but out that level have, of music. But you said to compensate to for point. his lack of sales. That's what you said. No, 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 no. I'm saying that in the in the gen, like that's in the contrast of that conversation we were having. Like, look from the outside looking in, like his shit is so high that he doesn't need to do PR in order to sell. Like, 
because it's so fire that he don't need to go out and do a, 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 like a like a an album release tour or some shit like that just because niggas is gonna download it because it is Kendrick Lamar and they know they're gonna get some fire. Do y'all think like, Drake does that? I think Drake does that, yes, but he also disappoints me because he dropped three three out of five compilation albums. I don't so far. I don't think there's ever a, so, a chance in hell of Drake dropping an album without PR. I can't say that because Beyonce did it and went fucking ridiculous. Beyonce's so, Beyonce. And Drake is Drake. I yeah, don't think I, I, I don't with the machine you got behind you, why wouldn't you? It's just business wise. You know what I mean? I like, understand what why you're do y'all saying, think Kendrick don't have a machine like, behind him? I'm not saying he has a machine, he has Interscope like behind him. He has one of the biggest machines in the world behind saying. him. So why are you niggas acting like he's an indie artist or some shit? He's I'm not, not saying bro. he's an indie artist. He doesn't Charles use that machine. No. I <laughs> I'm not saying he's an indie artist. He doesn't use the, machine don't use the machine. He doesn't use the machine the way Drake does. Okay. Nobody can. Nobody does. Nobody does because nobody can. Nigga, Drake. Drake is fucking at the helm of the machine. What do you mean? Drake okay. got levers on that bitch. <laughs> Drake nigga. is turning the fucking wheel, nigga. Yeah. What do you mean? No, but it's what I'm saying is is that Drake can drop an album with no PR and it will it will it will get downloads. My no. well, my concern What's is I'm not sure I didn't say anything about sales. I don't let talk about sales. And I'll let Shaq because I see Shaq is about to go at it. Uh what I'm saying is is that I don't think uh, my fear is the quality of the album itself. Because if you look back and you look at sh- like um the Scorpion album was I think was his last really good album that he's dropped. And after that it's like this shit is all compilation. This shit all sounds like something that you would have found in 2009 on SoundCloud off his fucking singles that he put together. <laughs> like, and that's not a knock because it's still at the end of the day, he had a couple of maybe two, three good songs in there, but you got a 17 song, 18 song album and it's a fucking compilation album and we don't need that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's, that's my fear at this point when it comes to Drake albums. It's just like, is the nigga going to sit down and get in his bag or is he going to go ahead and just chop some shit up and put throwaways together? I'm going to say this because I completely disagree about Drake having Drake having to have the machine and having to do promo for his albums because he doesn't. As a matter of fact, before you start, 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 before you make okay. your point, okay, not half. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. He okay. doesn't have to do anything. What What I'm saying is he didn't. For more life, he dropped that shit out of nowhere. No, it was a promo for more life. No, it wasn't. There was none. He just dropped more life, and niggas was like, Bro. "Okay, cool." Dark yeah, lane demo hella, tapes. Was hella was promo for good. that too. No, it Dark wasn't. Dark lane demo tapes was. was no, okay. it wasn't. There was, was hella no promo, promo for it. Bro, there, was there was promo. No he promo spoke on it and made promo for it himself. He was like, "I'm bringing back some of the shit that people love." I'm a huge music fan. I remember all the shit, bro. I'm telling you. And my nigga, I've been listening to Drake since I watched the Grassy, and I first learned how to beat my meat, this my nigga. Let me tell you right now. Grassy. Yeah, like I've been I, I've been a Drake fan since the Grassy. I started listening to him because of, I was like, yo, wheelchair Jimmy be rapping, nigga. Like legitimately, <laughs> I'm dead ass. So I followed Drake's entire career. I can tell you the only albums that he's released, I'd say within the past, I'd say like five, six years that actually had some promo behind it is Certified Lover Boy. Views. 
That's it. He didn't have no motherfucking PR for anything else. Those are the only two albums that he did that for. The rest of the albums, the nigga didn't have billboards. The nigga wasn't running commercials. The nigga wasn't doing ads. He wasn't doing none of that for the rest of those albums. It was only I those remember, two albums. I remember seeing promo for those albums, but we can agree what was to the disagree, promo? man. We can agree to disagree. I seen billboards. I seen posters. The fuck, I definitely remember the Dark Lane demo. He did a whole interview about it, talking about he's bringing some of the ones that people love back to me. Huh? An interview is not no, I, no. That's not what? the machine, my nigga. You're gonna tell me an interview is not the machine. How do you think they get to the interview things? The fucking PR places call them and like, hey, you want to get our people on your show? Why do you think they do interviews? Is to put the word out there. That's part of PR, bro. We're talking about promoting an album on a you said he got the machine behind him bro well, wait, do you, wait it's not on. about to be an interview. do you mean like mass scale billboard promotions putting it on radio yes please specify out? specify for like me, that's that's I, what i'm talking like what do you mean by the machine because like you can sit here and call nigga you could call himself the machine if it comes down to some nigga like like rest in peace no no seriously like, i know if, I mean, if that's the case then so like, was kendrick kendrick is the machine too then no, that, that's what I'm I'm trying to say. Like, like, what are the boundaries? Like, what what are you trying to mean? Like, because if if he's doing interviews, technically, like, that's that is promotion. But I don't know if that would consider that part of the machine. Why wouldn't that be a part of the machine? Because that's something that comes from like like regardless of if it's a PR, like say if I, uh, if I have somebody like one of my uh fucking um assistants, like I right, bet bet go contact go contact these niggas. I want to do an interview with them just to put my shit out there. That's something that will come from him. You literally just finished that sentence with just to put my shit out there. I, 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 that's different. Hold up, hold up. That's that's a contrast from somebody like on Young Money Cash Money who's a, a representative in a suit and tie that we don't fucking know. <laughs> so are you speaking more? Like, are you speaking more from where the promo exactly comes from? Of course, that that has to that has to be a factor in in, in when you're looking at. Well, need nobody, none of us can really determine that, so I don't want to really sit and argue too much about that because then we can't speak on that further. I'm just saying the man can go out and and speak on speak to people himself, or he can have his own connect, so that people can connect him for him. I I wouldn't know about that. I just know that I do see promo in certain, or I did see promo in certain spots for fucking certain albums. I'm not trying to trip on it too much. Because we, we have like a, a halfway point, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that one doesn't use fucking the machine. Both of them use the machine. They use it fucking well, you know what I mean? It's just one seems to be more concerned about the machine than the other one. Yeah, that's that's how I would look at it. Like, okay. And it's not to say that the machine is just some fucking mystical thing that just pumps out uh, PR and music and shit like that. But it's more like the machine is just playing the game of Hollywood and playing the game of the music scene. Like, I mean, you, I, you can kind of say it's some mystical shit that pumps out because if you, even if a song is trash, you know, the routine, if you hear it 17 times a fucking day, you know what that's, I mean? That, that's, that has nothing to do with, with thing at this point, because that that's more about the, the platform that he's built for himself. Like he can rest on that because he's, he did drop four or five classics in a row. Like, you can't. He can't sit on that because of that fact. So niggas is automatically gonna have. Kendrick still doing it today. Like, it's just a thing that happens. You can't. Bro. We're gonna argue about everything, though. No, but you can't. Ah, really, you can't really say that. You can, you can't really say that somebody can sit on the fact that they've dropped mad, mad albums because I do not want to hear LL Cool J and he's dropped mad classics. 
I don't want to hear that nigga ever again, ever in my <laughs> life. Mad classics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh fuck! I kind of back myself. All I know is LL Cool J had a show in Baltimore in the late '80s. And they beat that nigga ass and took all his jewelry. And he never came back to Baltimore. Jesus Christ. 